Hello and welcome to the Tongue in Cheek podcast with the Solomon Sisters. I am Dina and unfortunately Ilana cannot make it tonight, but we still have an amazing show. We are your pop culture vultures in Couture and tonight we have one of our very dear friends from the podcast as well as her IG, What Else is Going On. You all know her as Taria Faison and tonight she is here and I'm just so beyond excited and so glad I get to go over everything Atlanta with the first two episodes as well as the first episode of the Potomac reunion. So we have such an amazing um, discussion up ahead and I can't wait for her to join. I mean, I want to get to Potomac because there's just so much, but I really do want to hear your thoughts on Atlanta. First of all, what do you think of Drew? I liked her for some, I I really liked her. Um, And she seems like she wants her marriage. And it's funny how they, there's like always a pastor somewhere in these uh, franchises, even though Drew's uh, Drew's mom is not a housewife, she's a pastor. And as soon as I saw the um, lower third that said, you know, it was her mom and pastor, I thought of Phaedra immediately. Remember her mom was a pastor too. I immediately thought of her. Well, I, all I kept thinking once they showed the mom, because they showed that like flashback. Yes. What? They like didn't give us any, like I knew nothing. I felt like they no. just threw us into a fight. What yes. was the fight about? I literally recorded it and made a note to myself and was like, what? <laughs> it happened months ago. Do you think, so upset. Do you think we're going to get it next week? Because... They show them talking to the mom next week at the end of this episode, like when I just finished yeah. and she's in the closet and then they go to next week, they show them talking. So I'm like, is that what? Cause I was trying to remember, wait, did the mom have on that t-shirt in the flashback? I couldn't remember. Oh, I should rewatch it and actually do. I feel yeah. scenes I liked so that I could remember like what I, what I like. That's, like I thought Drew's daughter was the cutest thing in the world. Yes. That's smart to do that. I think that's smart. Cause then, cause sometimes you forget like a tiny detail that could change the whole thing when you're recapping it and you're like, wait, 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 what was that word? But then you'll remember something from like season one, episode three. And- <laughs> exactly. But I'm not going to lie. I wish I could say I've thought of this for a while. It only came to me last night when I was watching Atlanta. They just kept having so many funny parts that I was like, I need to film this and document so I can remember how it made me feel. Well, did you see Watch What Happens Live on Sunday? On Sunday with Portia, that was with Portia, right? No. No, no. Uh, This week's was Kenya and Z-Way. No, I didn't actually. What was it like? Because the last time she was on, you could tell Z-Way did not like it was, I think it was Brandy. I felt like there was different views there, different views. (laughs) So... Kenya definitely prefers Latoya over Drew, as we see. And um, Andy asked her, did you feel, or how to basically, and I'm paraphrasing, but how did you feel when Drew said, remember when Drew said she never ran into Kenya at castings because they're in a different age bracket? So Kenya says, oh no, she's right. We are, and I wouldn't see her because I went for the, I was, she was sent out for the pretty girl rules. I was like, Oh, so uh, she's definitely feeling Latoya. She said her and Marlo are in such a better place. And Andy asked her what she thought about, like who who she was friends with in Potomac. Well, first he asked her what she thought about the fight. And 
she said, I was really disturbed because here we are fighting for Black Lives Matter. And then you have two women like fighting on TV. And then he asked her, who are you friends with with Potomac? She said, I love Giselle. Me and Giselle are really close. I'm friends with her. I love Robin. I like Ashley. Um, I like Candace. And then she said, I like Wendy. She said pretty much the only ones I'm not friends with are uh, Karen and then Monique now. And then he said, oh, you know, it, yes. You know, his ears perked up. And she, he was like, now? And she's like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, okay. And Karen, you just didn't have a connection. And she goes, well, Karen's just, I mean, you know, I've met her a couple of times. She was at Cynthia's wedding and we just, she's just, mm, we just don't have a connection, but she's good. I like her on TV. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, Kenya. She, she's just very dynamic to me. Yeah. I go back and forth with how I feel about her. Although the first episode, I will say, I wanted to kind of cry for her. She just looked so sad. And I just feel she's in a very mm -hmm. bad marriage. And she's too beautiful. And she's such a strong, smart woman. She could find mm -hmm. somebody to make her feel like a real, like, queen. Well, uh, well, <laughs> funny you say that. Because Andy also said, did you end up filing for divorce? She said, no, Mark filed, and then he withdrew it. I think she said either the next day or some, sometime very close, and he's fighting for his marriage. But she said that, last, like, what after all that last year, what, when he embarrassed her on the show, she said that he was fighting. So now she's saying that he's fighting for his marriage. It's like, how many times do you have to... I think he's one of those gaslighting men that, too, like, unless, like, how he filed for divorce and then he withdrew it. So if she was to file, it would be a problem. So like one of those men that's like, has to be the alpha in every situation, wants to make all the decisions, wants her to adhere to his thoughts and ideas. And if she doesn't, then he gaslights her. No, I completely agree. And I think he also likes to almost, like exactly what you said. I think he wants to be the leader. He feel, he wants to always be in control. And for some reason, even though I think Kenya's probably to most people a very scary, but also strong, very strong yes, woman. Yeah. But I feel like she does have like a power where you do fear her a little. And I feel with him, you just see her as this, which is so weird in a juxtaposition of this almost meek, like person who's so yes. scared. Remember Ken and Kenya, remember they called yeah. her Ken, yeah. Mimi pointed that out and she was right. Yeah, but you know what's, what uh, it was interesting, there's, there's and I know, uh, you've probably seen the clips, I post this guy on uh, Instagram that I watch on YouTube who does like breakdowns of the show, his name is Rodney, and he said something, it was about how people always go at Candace for her responses. And he was saying, when someone comes at you you can't dictate their response. He said, now, if it's somebody you love or you care about, like your uh, partner, your sister, he said, then you pull it back. And sometimes he said, you're like, sort of like, um, well, I forget what word he used, but he said, I agree with Kenya. So evidently he saw Kenya do an interview and somebody asked her about how she was on the show versus with him. And she said, when it's somebody you love, you don't go at them as hard as you would somebody, I guess, like your castmate. Yeah, of course. And of so course, like, that's wow. so true. But, I but she, she goes, I, like, beyond. 
Yeah, with <laughs> me. Cats, yeah. I feel like when it comes to the woman, I mean, even the Drew thing. Oh my God, she looks so pretty in her confessional. So me too. Just her look. I'm saying me too. I thought so too. <laughs> you <laughs> I'm like, do look too. beautiful. You do look beautiful. <laughs> thank you, but I'm, I'm like, thank you for. I'm like, I'll take it. But I pictured her in my mind when you said that, and I'm like, instead of saying I think so too, I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so beautiful. She's beautiful. Sometimes yeah. it's like hard when I'm like, oh, she's so mean sometimes, but her beauty, it's outstanding. But um, like even her making. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I thought you were saying Drew. I was thinking Drew in my mind and oh. picturing Drew in the confessionals, and I'm like. Yeah, she is. That's why I said Drew, yeah, me too. Like she is beautiful. Drew does look beautiful in her confessionals as well. But Kenya too. Kenya yeah. too. I just her, did not get it. Like the kind the of braids. Oh like, yes. I yeah. just thought she looked so beautiful, and also yeah. in the beginning of the season when you see her, she looks so different than how we. She just looks so run down to me. Yes. And seeing her in the confessional, it was like, oh, there, Kenya. She's risen. She's back. Yes. Yeah. It was like she was wearing her, she was dressed in her emotion. Yeah. And I, I loved her lawyer when after, the, I guess, it, it made me wonder, did they really think the cameras were gone? But either way, when he told her, I love when he said, you got, um, you black women will give up everything to succeed and then feel like they have to settle for uh, once they, I guess, succeed and whatever, feel like they have to settle. And when he said um, his mistake is not your mistake because how can you and then when he said you got to get your fight back dog i was like oh they're really friends i loved when he yeah, said that to her i did too i thought that whole i think the first episode was really lovely because if we would have just seen kenya from the second one we would have just kind of felt like it might have been more of the same except i loved getting to see cynthia and her i know i'm skipping to the second episode. Oh, I but getting to see Cynthia, her where first of all, getting to see Kenya plastered, which we never really get to see, was hilarious. I loved it. And then the two of them in the kitchen, it finally showed me why they're friends. Yes. So cute. Like, but you know so what's funny? I've never, since Kenya came on the scene, I keep trying to stop saying I don't like, but I've, she's never resonated with me, i.e. She was almost like an Ashley for me, but Ashley is just the the top for me when it comes to housewives as far as not caring for her. But I was watching Kenya on Watch What Happens Live and it wasn't even, it was before she had mentioned about Monique or any of that. And there was just something about her that I liked the sh and I've never like, so they played a game and it was, do you pick Drew or Toya? And you know how they have those like games on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, so it was like, who dresses the better? And everything was Toya except for he asked her who, who fit in better with the cast. And she said, Drew, right off the bat. But then she said, oh, I'll give it a tie. But there was something watching her. She looked like happy. Like, like sometimes I feel like when she would go and watch What Happens Live, she was really big, like shading in a nasty way. This felt different to me. And out, like I said before, she mentioned Potomac for any of that. Because I know people are like, well, you don't like Monique. So that's why you would. But no, I. Kenya was in that same box, but watching her, she felt really light to me. Then watching the first episode and then the second, I have a weird, like when I saw Latoya, I felt like a feeling came over my body and I couldn't identify if it was, yes, I like this person or back up, back up, back up. But whatever it is, I think she brings out something in Kenya that now makes Kenya appealing to me. Like, hmm, I wouldn't mind 
trying to take Kenya in versus I used to fast forward her scenes. I would DVR it unless it was an all cast scene, I would fast forward. But now seeing her with Toya and being so, when Toya called a Lake Bailey a river, anyone else, Kenya would have taken that moment to verbally lash them or treat them funny. And she was like, oh, like she just was so enamored with Toya. I liked watching that. So now I want to see Kenya more. No, Kenya I, more and more. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Definitely like the first two episodes, I've never been the biggest fan of Kenya. I've always loved Nini too. And I always, I didn't understand Cynthia and her relationship. I Me felt neither. like Kenya was like not the nicest person. So again, mm -hmm. I just felt, hmm. But I think getting to see, again, the two of them in the kitchen, it was like really the first time I was like, okay, I get why you're okay, okay. dancing, you're having fun. Getting to see Kenya now, like in these ways where even though I kind of think Latoya was being a bit of her mouthpiece with Drew. Oh, yes. But getting to see her not be the one where she's more being like, let it go. It's so fun. Yeah, right, right. It but nice. it, it was when, um, when, uh, oh, oh my God, I just had it. It'll come back. But it was all just so, oh, when Marlo said, <laughs> I love so this fun. is what I, I love about the Atlanta women is they could be within feet of each other talking about each other and still laughing when she was like she couldn't pay a man she couldn't keep a man if jesus paid her to like, <laughs> and i recorded with uh donnie quinn and anthony from know that pod yesterday and i hadn't seen that part yet and quinn brought up that line that it was so good seeing it last night i mean tonight just watching it before getting on was so funny she was like when, when she was warning her in front of her but also I love when she turned right before they got off to the couch and turns to Drew and goes, you have jobs, don't you? You can get Kenya one. Like, yes, oh. that was, oh, my, just, and she's so quick off her tongue. It's just, it, and I like seeing Mar, like Marlo, I feel like is more comfortable being around the group now as the years have gone by. And then when her and Nini had that fallout and her and Kenya were really good friends and then they had the fallout. I like seeing Marlo's more comfortable now. No, I do too. I the only reason I feel like Marlo, we don't get more of her is because of Marlo. I don't think me, Marlo me too. Me too. wants us to know everything because I think the world would be like, we love you. And she's like, hold back. I only want to date you. We're not getting married. Married. Well, you know, it's funny. I heard um when uh Kenya was on Wendy Williams and Kenya said, Wendy said, I like Marlo. And you know. Wendy doesn't like a whole lot of people in that way. I think Wendy does a really good job of knowing sometimes talent wants to get close to her and anybody else may be like, like even in the podcast world, right? You might interview someone and because they're a Bravo lab or because they're a big podcaster, you may think, oh, I want to be close to them. But then you start seeing things versus enjoying the time you have with them, but not even necessarily wanting to get too close to the sun. So Wendy's like that. So Wendy said, um, you know, I like Marlo Kenya. I really like Marlo. Where are, where are you and Marlo? I really like her. And Kenya was saying, well, you know, we really got to, when a person apologizes and I see they're being authentic, I have no problem like giving them another chance. And Wendy, Wendy is funny, but she's also shady. She does her job well. She said, Marlo is one of the softest, sweetest people, and that doesn't come across on the show. Kenya agreed. Kenya said, yeah, that's why we were, we initially became friends. And then um, 
when he was like, if you go to her house, you could like a bag and she'll give you the bag. She'll give you the shirt off her back. If you want a little work done, but don't want anyone to be in the office, like a little nip tuck, she'll tell you about her doctor. And I was like, okay, like, <laughs> I get what you're dropping Wendy but yeah so they both were saying how Marlo has a side we don't see but I could see it especially with her when she opened up um, about the miscarriage last season and then with her nephews that she's now raising. Yeah. Marlo's amazing and I, yeah. I do I mean one when Kenya pointed out which they showed us the flashback of Marlo's outfit I did think it was questionable, but I also thought should Kenya be the one questioning it because is she the best dresser? I don't know. Right, I was gonna say for you, I, I look to you guys when you talk about your fashion and stuff because I like your stuff, so yeah. I love Marlo. I think Marlo dresses amazing. I think okay. she is very avant-garde sometimes or very like yeah. sexy, but I, I think Marlo is so much fun in the way she dresses. I don't always love the way Kenya dresses, but it's, I me don't neither. like the worst dresser. Yeah, Kenya reminds me of when, I remember when I worked in an office and then and even in going to church when high-waisted pencil skirts were in and you would wear the shirt tucked in and it would zip up the back. And if you had an hourglass shape, it would fit you nicely or it made people who didn't have hourglass shapes look like it. And then you would wear the satin silk type blazer with the pussy bow collar yes, that ties exactly. that is what she's dressed that's like. what she is all the time all or the time flowy kind of low cut v-neckish dress i feel but that's kind of her jam although that's i will say at um the reunion i thought she looked beyond she always to me kills at the reunion she, yes, she always does. kills yeah she really does always bring it but you know and I'm, and we will we'll stay on atlanta but a quick jump Ashley to me usually always brings it and I felt this year it was a travesty. It was she could have done so much with that belly and like dressed dressed around it showed off the leg but it was like when when I realized how high the split was with the belly I was like whoa. It wasn't even that I felt like it was a banana with somehow mermaid tails. Yes yes. Seaweed I couldn't tell but I felt like it was trying to escape her. And yes. I felt like this shows that Ashley might be in a dark place with Michael because no one would win. <laughs> but back to Atlanta. <laughs> I will say since since Potomac, it's funny you brought up Potomac because how they had the yellow. I think yellow is a gorgeous color on black women. I love it. But the only one I felt like that has ever done yellow justice was Kenya Moore, that reunion when she yes. wore that yellow. Yes. I would have, even if it had taken for me to wear that same exact dress, if I could have killed it the way Kenya, that would have been a dress no. that I would have wanted to wear. Kenya looks spectacular. Like I was even thinking about this because I was going to ask you which dress you like the best when we went to Potomac, but I don't even think I liked any of the dresses. Not that I didn't think the women looked beautiful, but if somebody know what you mean. shopping and I saw those all like on a, let's just say a rack, I don't think I would pick any of them. No. And I liked... So I liked Monique's without the arm, that one shoulder. I just, I, I, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. And then Karen's cut, like looking at it in pictures when she posed, it kind of did something for me, but then it kind of didn't. Giselle's did nothing. Robin's, I was super disappointed. Um, Candace's I thought was really cute when she was standing, but that's just it. It was 
cute. Like, and it looked better sitting down and you see the shoulders and the bow and the ponytail versus and the fan. Yes, yes. And the and the what the hater blocker and love spreader. The yes. Hater blocker and love spreader. I love that line. Yes. So I guess Monique's eyes. Yes, yes. When she was and then Dr. Wendy, hers looked better sitting down. And and hers was a sit-down dress, I think. I think with Wendy when I see it like in pictures, okay, when I saw actually one picture of her that I think she posted, I thought she looked beautiful. I was like, oh yeah. my God. And then I agree with you, sitting down. But whenever I've seen in any other picture, I was like, I don't really love it. It's not no. amazing. And then with Robin, I think her dress, there is something beautiful about it. But there was also, I felt like it was lackluster. And that's, the, yes. The and hair. Wow. Even if Robin had have done something different with more dramatic with the makeup and the hair because of the simplistic yeah. dress, that that would have been, but that hair, I don't, I was like, what is going on? Yeah. In the beginning, what were they doing with her hair? Were they crimping it or something? I feel, I don't know what they did, but it looked like they like did a print mark. Yes. I'm like, is that new? Yeah. And I don't think it should be. So I feel something <laughs> we shouldn't encourage. I did not care for it <laughs> at all. And like with Candace, it's always what I feel. I feel like she always gets half of the look right. Like, I yeah. Love the bow, I love the feather. I didn't like the sparkles. Like it was just so much. You're doing such a bold yellow and then to yeah. have those sparkles, like at least for me. And I, I think if it had been yellow all the way down and better fitted to her, yeah. like if it was the same color of the bow, cause it seemed like it swallowed her. Yeah. And I just felt like it looked, I just, yeah, I agree with you. It swallowed her. I wasn't as impressed, but I did think when you see them all sitting, it is so pretty. Yes. So it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Andy just, so magical with the flowers. <laughs> Giselle has a tendency to sometimes she's beautiful, but sometimes she can look, she start like she can start to look old, older. No, let me take that back. Not older. She's starting to look. I, I well, pretty much older a little bit. Some, and I don't mean that in a bad way because I believe women of any age are beautiful, but yeah. the way when she was taught, when they were saying, she's, even though they, I'll, let me rewind all that. <laughs> even though they talked about her fashion, is there's times when her hair and makeup, very few though, looked better on this in season than in the reunions. So she, I feel like she never gets the hair right for me. And this hair, I don't think did a good job on her. I think her dress washed her out. I think her yellow could have been a bit deeper I don't even know if that's a thing but it just it just really her hair didn't do her any favors I don't think no and I also felt just like with Kenya she looked so sad the whole reunion I yes staring at her eyes I was just like she looked like she was gonna cry although at one point she did look like mentally she was thinking Robin I will take I'm going to give you a talking to like, <laughs> this talk I told you to stop saying stuff against me you're doing it again like I saw that look when they asked it, um, like why they're so close and then you they see you see them like shoot at Giselle and Giselle yes like like looking at, but it was funny because go back and I, re, it wasn't until they played that flashback that I remembered in season one when, and she was trying to say, I guess what, two light skinned girls with light eyes out of a group, what they find, like they're the only two light girls with light eyes in the group. And I was just like, I remember back then thinking when I saw that it instantly took me back thinking what a weird thing to not to kind of say, 
not like it's a cast full of white men and they're the white women and they're the only black ones and they're like we're the only black ones in the room so we were drawn to each other she's like we're two light-skinned girls with light eyes like the only two and it was like i mean did that's why y'all were so it just especially with the whole colorism thing coming up it was like wow okay no i i know i agree with i think their friendship to me i do think they are legitimately friends me too but i don't get sometimes like i do think they sometimes do evil stuff and they don't take any kind of ownership and they always are amazing because they are just such a strong team mm -hmm. at deflecting and I do sort of wish in certain ways, do I love the way it's being, like, I don't think we should know any, like, just like with all the girls, I don't think the way they're playing these games yes. are appropriate in any way. Because it's However, getting dangerous. Like... It's dangerous and it's cruel and it's, there's like no point. And even like, it shouldn't be a knife for a knife. Like it, should, it shouldn't. If somebody does something evil, it doesn't give you then permission to do something evil back, like show you're better, just, or go away from it. Like they get on Candace about that. And like we were talking in the DMs to me, it's like Candace is always responding. I'm not saying her response is always the best, but I keep like yelling this from the rooftops. I tell my kids like, you can't, if you start with someone, you can't control their reaction. So you need to be prepared for whatever they may throw at you. However reasonable it may be, or unreasonable it may be. If you throw a pebble at someone to, mess with them and they throw a boulder back at you you should not have thrown the pebble to start with them however they like when you said don't go evil you know if somebody does evil don't do anything evil you're right and they do but they get mad when candace does it with her words like they don't mind doing it but then when Ken candace does it with her words and gets back at them they get upset and i was watching some of season three and it was crazy how ashley and we talked about this before ashley and monique were encouraging candace speak up speak up speak up candace went off but monique it was like monique was using like um making her speak up and use her voice in a way but she wanted it directed towards giselle it just got directed towards sharice and then monique kind of backpedaled like oh no i didn't want that for you but of course footage showed otherwise so i feel like they used candace to their advantage when Monique was, when Candace was ride or die for Monique season four after Ashley accused Monique of drunk driving, Monique didn't mind the things that Candace would say to Ashley when they were in an argument. But now that they're not getting along, it's like, oh, your mouth, your mouth. So it's just, it's like, like you said, they're all there. It's like a big bowl of hypocrisy almost. Yeah, it always is because these, I feel like the girls always on actually every show, I, I just yes. get, um, that Vanderpump does it the worst out of any show. They yeah. will, they like will literally do something, and then somebody else will do it, and they'll all turn against this person for something. Like, or their feelings are hurt. Like, yeah. oh, how dare so, you? Yeah, and it's just to me insane because I always think like, look in the mirror. But with this show, I feel it. They're just. I'm so sorry. I just have to say your hair is so cute, so pretty. Because oh, this is the first time I've. Because were you working today? I was working. I like, I love the bangs and the curls and I see it on Instagram, but it's really pretty. Thank you. You're 
that was me. Yeah, I'm in my little like workout bed. So I was like, I didn't. Like, I like ran home and I was like, I'm so excited about tonight. Right, me too. Me too. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just had to say it because I didn't want to forget. No, but wait, should we pause and quickly go back to Atlanta? I was gonna say, okay, we can. Okay, we can wrap up. That was we jumped right in. Not, I was like, not oh. a wrap up. It's gonna be a pause because I feel like there's a lot, and yeah. I, I do think um, I there's so much to discuss, but. With Atlanta, I have so many thoughts because even like with Latoya, who I love the way she dresses, and I yeah, was so uh, wrong. I think I once said she might be Muhammad Ali's daughter, and I'm so sorry if I ever said that. that was oh, funny. she kind of does remind me of Layla, though, a little bit. His daughter, I, Layla. That's who I think I thought it was, and I okay. just, but not because I just saw Ali. And that was the only reason that's what I <laughs> So I'm so stupid, but I think she is so beautiful and I love the way she dresses. Yeah, I like her dress too. But she is so shady. When she did that comment to Drew about I, like that was such a mind like- everything. Yeah, it was like, I don't, I don't like you. And it was like, you don't even know her. Then when she says, cause you broke up Melody and Derwin. It's like, girl, that show has been off for years. For so long. I even remember that breakup and I still don't Me hold too. on. They need to move on. Wait, was, was, okay. Quick question. It's so funny. I was talking about the game and about threesomes. Was Drew the one that Melody brought in to spice up their marriage? And then, or, or no, Drew was the one he cheated with. Now, right. What, wasn't he, yeah, wasn't she like this? Cause she was playing herself and she was his like- Publicist, right? I think, I watched yeah. it so, so long ago. Me too. I remember, do you remember that episode when she brought in another woman to kind of spice it up? And I remember him kissing the woman and saying he was blindfolded and he was like, oh, it's never been like that. And then she got upset and made the other girl go. It wasn't true. It wasn't true. It was, it was, a, it was somebody else. It wasn't true. It, I, I literally just had a, a flashback to the scene. It wasn't true. Honestly, I, don't know who it was, but. I, I always remember that like her Tia's hair was like really long and it yes. was a happy time. And then yeah, all of a sudden yeah. she cut off her hair and things were a lot like really different. <laughs> <laughs> and like I knew I was like, we're in a dark place right now. And I love them together. Me too. But I also was so upset when I can't think of anyone's name, but when the um blonde girl Oh my oh, god. Oh, I was just thinking about her. Uh and the guy and then like their whole story. Yes, I felt the sun, sunflower and yes, yes. She was part of the sunflowers. Yeah. Yeah, and their story got kind of weird. But I love Malik. Yeah. Malik too. Malik. Yeah. And then but then the the mother, she was amazing. And then yes. she like involved with like the coach. Tasha Mack. Yeah, and was she yeah. involved in the end with the coach? With I the just, coach, yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. and all the drama that caused. It was a really yeah. good show. It was a really good show. It was really good. It yeah. was. It, I, I do remember, but I wouldn't hate Drew for that. Me neither. So when she said that, I'm like, did she say that to have a moment knowing yeah. that, you know? I think it was her, like, kind of letting her know in, like, a nice but somewhat bitchy way. Um. Like... I don't like you like in real life like we're gonna like kind of because then Drew was so ready to go after her with the divorce comment yes yeah was, yeah like, Drew so was ready, ready. To fight. what and vows have you taken that. yeah although then when Drew went into her own story I was like oh Drew but then what did you just say because you just kind of got mad at her and then sort of like right and I feel like with separation yes it means the word separation it means apart but some people are separated with the intent to divorce. And some people are separated. I need a minute to see if 
we can make this work. So I, there is a difference. I do. I do think there are differences. I think, and I also think there are certain. I mean, I've, I've never been separate, but I feel like you. From what I've heard, like usually you actually even talk about what you guys kind of need during that time. Right. Yeah, that's what but I. Some people do feel like you know they might they might have gone married at like eighteen. Yes. Now they're like. 30 like five or something and feel like they might need to like see who they are for a hot second yeah. they're okay mm -hmm. with that but I think couples kind of decide those like like Meredith and Seth on uh, Salt Lake yeah. City they, they you know they before last week they they decided we're going to be separated but only date each other so yeah I thought that was interesting the whole back and forth about what separation is it's like well we're clear it means to not together so at that point it's each individual's whatever yeah but Drew that her whole thing with her husband, it shocked me because when he oh. was telling his story to the friend, like, I'm not to the friend, to Mike, I was thinking, man, I was like, well, that's kind of understandable. Like, they're in quarantine, the mom's there, the kids 24-7. I was like, I would probably even encourage my husband as well as myself to maybe take one time a day or two, like, for a by yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then when Drew finished the story, I was shocked off my biscuits. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. When they were at the dinner table at the anniversary. When, when he was, see, that's the thing with me. If you're going to tell your boy, Mike, what happened, tell him the whole story. Because he painted this picture of, like, we all can identify. Like, like you said, that we're all trapped in this house in quarantine. My mother-in-law's here. My kids are little. They're here. But you didn't tell him what you did to get a relief. You just, you know. And it, like, he was so amazing in that moment. Cause he, you could like, then when you think about it, you're like, so he made sure to choose and how he narrated the story to go into this way to actually make him almost look in a certain way, not like a, a mentor, like a gentleman, but still I know what you mean. a good guy. But when in fact, something really dodgy is happening, which is sad because I watch them on Instagram and they're really kind of cute. They're cute together. together. I, but this did not go over well. No, and the fact that we found out with her where her husband went to for three days, I can tell you right now, I know we all say what we would do in a situation that we haven't been in, but if my husband decided he was going to leave for three days and not tell me where he was, yes, it's not going to be no easy comeback. Like, even, and if it's our house and we're paying for it, it's not going to be easy come back into my bed. You've been gone for three days. Like, he, they don't know if he was dead or alive. Like, what? But even she said in her confessional, which was so sad, and she looked like she was going to cry when she said, she made some comment basically implying that there's no way he really went to Tampa. Like, she doesn't. Yes, 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 yes. So, and she said that she's keeping that in mind. And I was like, that is so sad. You are so beautiful and talented. Yes, like, yes. She, I think she has a great personality. I think yeah. she has so much fun. And the fact that she's keeping it in mind. Oh, I'm sorry. I, oh, no, it's no, like no, you go. Her saying that she's keeping it in mind is like how at some point, you know, we've all been in relationships, whether it's marriage or serious. At some, there, there becomes a point when you have to make the decision to, okay, I'm going to believe this and let it go or whether we're going to go to camp. But like, that's going to bother her because First of all, he went away without telling her, then never told her where. I mean, the fact that he went to go take some time for himself in the office, she said, right? And then the next thing she knows, he was gone. Is that what? 
Well, okay, first I thought she said the office, but then later she said, I went to go bring you dinner. Oh, so I, I think to bring it in the office. And, downstairs, right? and he left the house. But then even like when she said, oh, well, he was answering her text messages, right? But he wouldn't take her calls or yes, yes. questions though. He would just that's right, that's give right. an answer. He was filmed, he had cameras on them. So he knew what they were doing while he was away. And the fact that he doesn't get why it screwed up to tell her. That's the worst part. And he only said Tampa when Drew was like, that's great. I was like, no, that's not great. That's the beginning. Like, where were you staying in Tampa? Tampa. Where are the receipts? I want to yes. see the bill. What was yeah. happening? When he said to her that, like, basically she's the one looking ridiculous right now and that, that you, I would have, oh. Again, again, gaslighting. Yeah. It's like, and when they sit there with you so calm and look at you with that face and make you think you're the one that's crazy and you're like, no, wait, this is not right. But But you're not getting a reaction out of them like, cause then you almost start to question We're like, wait. And then it's like, no, you were in our house, in your office. I got to bring you dinner. You're gone and I don't see you for three days. And you go another state over. Like, are you just, no. When I started to text my sister-in-law and say, are there a lot of strip clubs in Tampa? She'd probably be like, what? <laughs> cause my sister-in-law lives in Tampa. Oh, does she? Well, yeah. then when she told me she doesn't think he was in Tampa. I was like, so where was he? Like, was he that, on you? Was yeah, that to here? me is an, like outside of everything for the person that you married, a man that is supposed to love and protect you, left you not knowing where, and you left you not knowing his whereabouts for three days. God forbid, what if something had happened to him or he, he killed or, or in an accident and they needed to contact her or he, he really did go missing and they come to her and say, when's the last time you saw him in my house three days ago? So I have no clue where he could be. Like my friend says that like sometimes her person will just up and leave and she's like, don't do that. If somebody came looking for you, if it was an emergency or I had to leave, like I wouldn't even know where to tell them the last place you were. No, the crazy, I agree with you. I think it's insane. I mean, only in Drew's benefit, which I feel like she doesn't have access to, is that there right. were cameras in the house showing that he left. Do but you think, but do, do you really think he was watching? Only, And I only say that because think about it as a woman. So like we're in a relationship, right? And I'm like, wow. Like in her mind, she's gotta be thinking, wow, he's like, he left for three days, I'm sharing this story. And then almost like you were watching us though, weren't you? And I took it and I could be wrong to tell me what you think when she kept saying you were watching us, just you were, you were watching us because it almost went comical for a minute. Like I thought, are they going to laugh? I felt like she was putting out the message like, yeah, he left, but he loves us so much. His family that he was like literally watching us from the cameras where he was. Oh first yes I thought at first I was like okay. oh again I went to that thought I was like okay yeah she's saying oh but he was still making sure they were okay but then I felt like it got dark when she mentioned the photo and that he actually deleted the photo it seemed like she didn't know about these cameras yes he found out about them so I think like if she knew if he was open with the fact that he had cameras everywhere then maybe I would then I, I do think the original thought but then later I felt like she kind of made it seem like she was not cool with it. Yes, yes, yes. So I just, I don't know, because I have to say, Instagram does paint such a beautiful picture because before this aired, 
I really, I kept watching their dance videos. I was like, they are adorable. This is a beautiful couple. I'm so excited. And even in the first half of the episode, like I, when I was watching it, I was so into them until she said, let all the girls know everything. And I was like, oh yes, even Kenya was into them. And I said, Kenya, you need to stop talking about it's one thing that's like somebody, people tell me all the time, oh, your husband's so handsome or whatever. That's fine because I know it's, it doesn't come off like that with Kenya when she was like, Apollo, he's kind of fine. And then now, now you're talking about his wife, like to talk about his wife is like, she's not impressive, but then say he's impressive. Girl, somebody's going to, uh, I'm just saying like, like, no. I wonder what Drew thought when she watched that back. Like, people can say, oh, people can make innocent comments. You can sense kind of sort of like. No, okay. I agree with you because I think it would be one thing if Kenya, for instance, the way, even though they kind of tried to make it seem different, although I didn't, with Nini and. Um, Peter. And Peter. Yeah, like, yeah. You could tell, even though she's calling me, she was best friends with Cynthia. This was yes. her if Kenya was coming to these girls and was really good friends with them and was like, you're like, I love you, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, your husband is so handsome too. That's right. Kenya takes down these girls, belittles them, and then compliments their men who like, in these weird ways. Well, remember and when she asked Phaedra, uh, who would, if you had to pick your girl or something like that, you're one of your friends to be a threesome? And Phaedra was very much like, I don't, yeah, I don't joke about that either. None of my friends better ever, like, I would never say that to my friend about her and her husband. And none of my friends better never say like, oh, if Corey could pick a third, a third what? Like, get yeah, like, no. that's so disrespectful. No, like a third degree murder. No, because that's <laughs> right. what like, I am not like, I, I'm not a share. I don't like things like that. Exactly. Either. Me neither. It's, it's just like weird. And I think yeah. like very, it's different. It's like Kenya was with Ashley and Michael because that's the right group. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yes. Yes. Even Candy and Todd, that's the right group. But yeah, like, that yeah. actually is the right group. But this is. <laughs> This is, oh my God, Riley, watching her grow up in her little face. Yes, yes, yes. She's so far, like, She's so wow. beautiful. Yeah, her and my son are the same age. So it's funny, I, I felt her pain, but at least they got a graduation. Like my son's school shut that down, but they had a virtual one where they just flashed their picture like on TV when they, when our governor said they could have it outside. But by that time it was like, beginning of July and they were like we're done with this year this year I'm like oh. yeah well maybe he'll meet Riley and they'll fall in love <laughs> can you imagine that would be funny <laughs> <That'd be such> fun. <laughs> he would he would have been going to college in New York too but he chose California so that's even oh. funnier that yeah well who knows maybe in the future maybe maybe one they'll day come they'll come yeah yes yeah. yeah. We can say we all we had, we knew it from. We this knew it. Yeah. Of course, you'll have to pick up. I'll say Riley. We already know. We already have a stylist for hey. the girls and the guys. <laughs> I'm ready. Riley, though, is so beautiful. She could probably wear anything, but I I'm ready. I'm ready. To, I'm gonna like, guys. You have to get my uh, mother of the bride dressed again. I always tease my daughter and say, you know, I'm gonna both of them. You know, I'm gonna wear white, <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> I think my sister, um, Ilana, um, I think she's the only person because she wore this very Art Deco dress. She had all of us wear white. 
That I love that. So it yeah. was really different because like yeah. I, everyone else would have been like, what the hell? <laughs> Which you know what's funny? My my cousin, she wore a black wedding dress. It was gorgeous, and her bride and her people were white. I love that. Mm -hmm. It was really pretty. Yeah. I like switching the game. Me up. too. Me too. Me too. Love it. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we've missed anything from Atlanta. I don't, I think we covered pretty much everything uh, that's because nothing is really, I, mean, I feel like a lot has happened and nothing has happened. Like, like nothing has happened in a good way, meaning yeah. like it's still been good. I'm, it's, it seems refreshing. I agree. I, I so far I'm excited about the season. I do love Portia. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This, yeah. And then the her and Dennis thing. Oh, I'm so glad that she's going to tell us next week about that. Yes, yes, me too. Me because too. Because Wind Down with Tasha, I always say Tasha K, Tasha K. Mm -hmm. She reported, I think at least two years ago, I feel like it was, about Dennis and all that stuff. Or maybe, yeah, it had to have been at least two years ago I watched this. Okay. Do, wow. you, do you listen to her? I, I know who to... she is and I may check it out because I know exactly who she is. But you have to send it to me if, yeah, if you I wanna, can. I just want to make sure because oh, I'm so bad with names and I know that's so bad of me. Unwind. Okay, with Tasha Kay. I'm right. Yep, okay. okay. So she is amazing. Like, she's the one who actually broke down everything about R. Kelly. Like, the feds are working with her. You said, wow, that's insane. Wow. So, like, she does these videos where she'll be like, I can't comment yet. She she was the one who told about Wendy. She actually called, was calling to... um. Sorry, when Wendy's husband got that girl knocked up, yes. she, she called the hospital and got them to like say that she was there. That was her. Right. That was, yes. That that was her? That was her. She played the recording. I was watching this. I was in Israel and she was like my obsession. So every day I was like watching her and she was breaking down. Like when she, when she announced Portia, because first I was in all of her R. Kelly stuff. So I was deep diving everything and Aaliyah and everything like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. His family, some of the stuff. At least that she says it's so sad. But anyway. that that they were like a part of it, yeah. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that like the uncle helped kind of basically facilitate. Because now, yes. don't they own all of R. Kelly's? I think that's what she yes. Said. So yes. it's insane to me when you think yep. about that because Alicia yeah. was like the best thing that ever happened to the world. So it's really sad. And mm -hmm. they but just pimped her out. I know. Yep. And I like to hope think it's not true, but I really do t trust Tasha K. Like she just knows everything. They definitely were married. I know. Oh, yeah. God, they were amazing. Like, insane. But I don't think they thought it was going to go that far. I think that's why they forced the divorce. I think yeah. all they wanted was to get him in a compromising position, take everything. At least that's the way Tasha K brings wow. up. that video too. Okay. That's like all these different amazing ones. And she okay. broke down. Tasha K broke down that um, Portia with Dennis. She broke down that whole thing. Like Now, she claims very disturbing stuff about him kind of stuff i feel like did nini was the one that kind of yes like like portia having to check into pet smart okay okay yes so okay. k is the one that actually they actually show her on the show if you go back and watch you'll see it oh yes 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 yes, they oh did. My God, yes. It's her. yes so, i remember um, that so they were showing it was her and so she's the one who said like and and did kind of provide a lot of receipts and all this other stuff. So I was so surprised when Portia came back the next, that season being like, we're together, blah, blah, blah. So it was like, you are so amazing. Why the hot dog king? 
Cause that is so disturbing that the that the animal stuff could be true. Like I that is so like disgusting. That stuff, you'll have to watch the video because okay. I it so long ago, but I remember at the time being like, how is, is this going to come out on like Atlanta? Like what is happening? This cannot be true. Oh my God, like, Portia. Not another woman, a pet. Like, uh, I mean. The stuff she said he's into, I was like, cause R. Kelly was into kind of some. Dark stuff, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I don't know if that had to do as much with pets, but R. Kelly likes some weird. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. He breaks that down as well. <laughs> and the narcissist like that that will put clues in their songs. That I feel was like saying, yeah, she breaks those down. Yeah, it's like you're so you think that you're so smart, and you were for a while. Yeah. But no, when she breaks that down as well, it is insane because when she names certain songs of his and like who they- Like 12 play? Yeah, because you uh -huh. watch the documentary, right? Yes, yes. You've got to talk to Rit. I told him, I texted him about you guys and he was like, yeah. oh yeah, make the introduction. He's the one that's a producer on um, R. Kelly and he had to talk to the girls. Oh, he I was there that. the night that- um, the girl was with her mom in a restaurant or something and somebody threatened him with a gun and then she had a seizure. It was um, part two of being R. Kelly. Rit worked on that entire project. Oh my God, yes. No, so that you've got to talk to him. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Ilana and I have an addiction, but it's something we've both come to accept. Accessories. Nikki Rooks is our go-to when accessorizing any outfit. Her unique designs are amazing standalone pieces or work gorgeously stacked together. You can shop Nikki Rocks by going to her website, NikkiRocks.com. N-I-C-K-I-R-O-X-X.com. Apply our discount code StylishlySolomon25 for 25% off. Stylishly Solomon 25. Solomon with all O's. S-O-L-O-M-O-N. We know you'll thank us later. Happy shopping! I feel like this season's gonna be very good. I do miss Mimi, but Me I don't too. feel like I felt it as like I feel like in the seasons I've actually really felt mm -hmm. like we need her back. But Me so too, far, yeah. I'm so blown away by so many things. Me too. And I, I liked when her and Kenya got along. And then there was like a period two years ago or three years ago, right before going into the season with Kim Zolciak, that they did get along. And then the season after, and then they even kind of teamed up on Kim at the reunion. And then they didn't get along anymore. And I'm I, I know I, oh, because Kenya wasn't on and something must have happened off camera. It was so crazy. I feel, although I could be wrong, but I feel like Cynthia must be doing stuff behind the scenes. I want, yeah, I, I would believe that. And I feel like Cynthia, 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 Kenya and Cynthia, Cynthia. I like it, Cynthia. <laughs> I feel like she does make a lot of allowances for Kenya and not for Nini. And I've been around people who are like, hold you to a higher standard as a friend. And they're like, well, because we know that she doesn't know any better. No, well, like she's a grown adult. She does know better, but yeah. she does it because you let her. So I feel like it's that thing going on. I even thought when they joked for like, when Cynthia was kind of joking, like, remember when you tried to ruin my engagement? Yes. Like, That's not funny. That's like funny. at all, at all. It wasn't funny then. It was weird then when Kenya did that. It was cruel. It was yeah. weird that you wouldn't even really like, it was weird how she didn't get upset at all. And it was almost like Kenya was admitting it. But in the yes. day also, that was sort of like, it's fine. Yeah. I didn't care for it. Me neither. Me neither. 
but I, I guess other than that <laughs> yeah I guess other than that yeah and I don't really get Cynthia with these wedding things I don't get why she makes such huge deals but the only thing I will say actually that I want to mention because I feel Drew should be listening I hope Drew is listening no <laughs> one should ever renew their vows on a Bravo show on a housewife <laughs> Wendy warned us Wendy said it years ago yes Wendy yes said, you do that that is a sign Yes, she your marriage is going downhill. And yes. I feel that even <laughs> the fact that after she said she wants a renewal, they got into like this huge, huge fight about all that stuff shows yeah. no renewal. Yeah, just, just wait. Just and don't yeah. do it on Bravo. No, no, like do it, do it on your off time. Yeah, or, don't, or get... don't let us know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> because it is like the worst sign on Bravo. Has anybody yes. made it through a renewal? Even the Kardashians didn't make it through the renewal. I don't, let me see, I don't think so. I don't, I can't think of a couple. Who I can't think of a couple yet. I need somebody to come and break the curse though. Like, Wait, did Lisa and Ken Vanderpump have a, have a renewal? I don't remember them ever having one, honestly. Anniversary, oh, oh. I'll, I'll have to go see that, that because okay. yeah, I was gonna okay. say, I don't ever remember that one. Okay. <laughs> But besides that, I feel like most people do not have good ones. Yeah. So then I need to know your thoughts about everything Potomac. <sighs> first things first. <laughs> I, I guess we should start from the beginning, right? I think it's, I think that Giselle's definitely the favorite or face of Potomac when Andy went in her dressing room and he's like, oh, we all adore you, Giselle. She said something about being adored and he's like, oh, we all adore you, Giselle. I'm like, well, clearly, because she's on Bravo chat room. She's on all their specials, like Race in America, Vote in America. So um, that's much as clear. Um, they always talk about the men getting involved. And I don't have a problem with the men getting involved if the woman or women are saying stuff about the husbands. But it was just so funny how they're so staunch on that, but Chris Samuels is very much ready to get involved. And it's um, it would, would be almost weird if the rumor wasn't two years old, but I get that Giselle brought it up or like watching it back, they see her bringing up and then confessionals, but it, I feel like, do you feel like Monique is, has decided I'm just gonna burn the house down because I'm not coming back? Because I don't see in any way, shape or form how they come back from what she did with reading that. And I'm not saying, I know that Giselle has been in all their relationships and if she tried to bring that rumor to, um, to the reunion last year, like about the trainer and that didn't work, but then the whole, well, let's say that the baby does, cause there's two rumors. One rumor is two years old. And then the spinoff of Chase not being Chris's son is off of that first rumor. Yeah, which is, I've heard they, they kind of made up that sort of yes. at the dinner at around Andy's birthday. Yes. So I'm like, do you think Monique's intent with that binder was to come in and just say, I'm burning all this down. And since, since either she knows she's not coming back because how is she going to fit? Like those ladies are not going to film with her after that. That's what I was saying. And even if people may say, well, Giselle deserved it or whatever, because of the rumor Giselle wanted to bring, there's no way Giselle's not going to interact with her. We know Candace is not going to film with her. I do not believe that Ashley would totally be on Monique's side if most of the cast was not, because Monique doesn't want, I mean, Ashley doesn't want to lose her paycheck. 
So do you think that that was Monique's intent? Like, I'm just going to, I'm going out in a blaze of glory because that was a lot. I've never seen anything like that. Like when she called out the phone number. No, I mean, I definitely think what one, I definitely think this year for all reunions in general, people are like bringing out pages and like having actual like printed stuff. It's, I think it was on New York too. And on yes, with the one. text. Wasn't it? Was it Beverly Hills? Well, she, Denise said she was going to bring it out. Like, I feel like people are like really starting to do that with, um, the, um, with the binder, which sadly I really have that one. It's an amazing binder if you're really organized, <laughs> but, <laughs> but with, um, with what she's doing, I don't know, because I felt like it was also somewhat of a warning in a certain way, because like, even I think I saw like a meme about it, how Robin got unusually very quiet when she saw the book. And I felt like she might have a folder for everyone, but she does. Also, and I felt like it was also a warning, like, see, see how I'm going to play tonight. So let's just say she only really goes after Giselle. Okay. Then it might be different because if we're looking at the season, like in a certain way, Candace snapped at Andy twice. Mm-hmm. Which is never a good sign to me. Because once she talked about Andy. When she, she said thank you to him. I thought when she said thank you, but also when she said like you did that, like you're the one that did that. Because anytime a housewife really starts to have a back and forth, Carol, when she started to get. Oh, yeah, forth, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, the only person I really let him seem, see him like really be okay some, is Teresa. Because I thought when she threw him. He was yeah, that was a lot. That was a yeah. lot. Yeah. I was surprised the next season when I saw her. I was like, oh, so that's just fine. Okay. But right. okay. But like, I think it kind of depends because if, for instance, like she only really goes after her, that means Ashley and Karen will still be on Monique's side. Uh -huh. Candace will have Giselle. I kind of feel like Giselle and Robin, not big issues, but might have issues because yes. what Robin has now done twice. So that means Robin might be looking for new like people to sort of go with. But I do agree with you. I think she is coming for blood. I, I wanted, I didn't really want her to bring out other people's story. I wanted her to explain her own. I wanted her like she did in the interviews um, with that one, I think I mentioned a while ago, where she was saying that these girls planned it a long time ago. She was also in a mentally bad place. She had gone through all this bad stuff mm -hmm. that like she shouldn't have reacted the way that she did. And Candace got like the big part of it. She said that in an interview I watched. Yes, she did. Why is she saying that tonight? And then That's because because then she would have to admit that. So now what I found out today, I was listening to a um, someone talk about it. Either A, Candace, uh, Karen was at that table, or it, it, the, the story is because I saw Monique's live say it, she say it on her live and I saw Candace. When, the, when it was brought up, Candace stopped it, but her way of stopping it was, Enough. that baby don't look nothing like, right? I mean, looks just like Chris. So people were like, oh, if that's her friend, she should have went and told her, but Thinking back, and they both said this, even though they made up at the reunion previously that September, Andy's baby shower was in January. They had made up at the reunion, but they had only talked here or there, like a little text here. They still had never gotten back to as close as they were. So I heard today that Candace, that Karen may not have even been there, and Candace told Karen so Karen could tell 
um, Monique, but the way Karen told Monique made it seem like she was there and oh Candace didn't tell you so that's what so that's that's what I heard today I don't know if that's true but I will say it's crazy to me that Candace is the one that stopped it not Ashley even if she wasn't participating not Karen even if she wasn't participating but Candace is the one and people are like well Candace should have said hey you're not going to be talking about my friend now I get it if that is your good friend she should have maybe she could have used that word but to me, I also now, I do kind of see how if we are a cast that's filming a show and me and you were really good friends, but we haven't been talking in the last, what, four or five months, I'm going to stop the conversation over here. But because you ever had a friend that you know will explode for the minor things or just blow everything up. So you've handled it, but you kind of like, do I tell them? Because I've had their back, so nothing is going to come of it. But do I tell them because it could blow the whole house up or so I go back and forth with that. But Candace said, so Monique and Candace both, Monique said, I went to Candace. Karen told me I went to Candace and asked her if it was true. Candace said, yes, but she had talked to Chris and Chris said, since you basically like stopped it, we know it's not true. You don't have to, you know, don't go basically like giving Monique that because that's negative. And Monique said the same thing, but the, the same words, but just felt like she still should have told me. So Candace admitted to her, yeah, I know. And then Monique said, well, will you sign paperwork so I can serve her friend who started these rumors with a cease and desist? My question, Monique brought Sharice into the picture by saying, introduced Sharice by saying, I don't wanna be around Sharice because she spread rumors about my family, right? Why then would you not send her a cease and desist? Why would you only send your friend who's not on the show a cease and desist? Wait, which was the friend she wanted to? Gigi uh, was in, remember Monique's first season and she had that picnic at her house and Giselle and Cal were in the kitchen talking about her fish tank and yeah, her friend was yeah, there. Yeah, that's yeah. her. That's oh, Gigi. Okay, okay. So that's the friend. Okay, for a second, because I thought we were to, okay. Yeah, so Gigi called all the women called Candace and Candace said, Gigi called me and asked for Sharice's number and I gave it to her. She said, I gave it to her because you know, Candace and Monique were very good friends. And because of that, uh, the best friend Gigi came around. So then Candace became friends with Gigi. She said they would all hang out together. Gigi was invited to Candace's holiday party, Christmas party. So she said her calling saying, hey, do you have Sharice's number? She didn't tell her. It's so I can tell Sharice all this information. Oh, so like, she gave her the number. She do then a season Yes. That's, so what happened was Monique's like finding Karen tells Monique, hey, this is what was said about you. I don't know. She told her Candace said that part about Karen maybe not being there. I don't know. But Karen tells Monique they and they both said they had a production meeting. I guess they have meetings to see what your storyline yeah, is, what's going on. Is, yeah. And Monique brought it up to Candace there. And Candace said, yeah, I know. This is what I said. And Monique was like, oh, okay, well, girl, let me tell you, Gigi has been calling production. And she was like, yeah, I know she called me too, but she didn't entertain it. And she was like, well, will you sign paperwork so I can get a cease and desist? Candace did. But then you get on the show and say, 
Sharice was spreading rumors and Candace was trying to intentionally be friends with her. So I feel like going into this season, Giselle was angry because of the tweet because Giselle talked about Candace and her mom and they know that's her trigger. That's why they do it. And unfortunately it gets to her. She lets them and then she responds back in this way. And, and a friend of mine, Amanda from It's All Happening, um, It's All Happening X, she has a really good podcast and her and I talked and her podcast is It's All Happening. And she said, her dad always told her, side note, never respond. Like if somebody does something to you, like when she was on the playground, go tell a teacher, don't respond because people always remember the second thing, not the first. So people don't remember that Giselle was laughing with Robin on the after show about saying, um, oh, I saw Dorothy and Dorothy said that Candace wants her to help her buy a house. And they start laughing at Candace. What they remember is Candace going on Twitter, blasting Giselle. So I feel like Giselle, this is my theory. Giselle was angry because of that. We know that because of the meeting. Giselle, because she could not bring that rumor up about Monique on the show, Monique is like, oh, wait, I'm not really getting along with Candace, even though we made up. Now Giselle's not really getting along with Candace. Huh. Her and I, even though I know she said this nasty thing about my family, I'm going to become friends with her. So those two become friends. They go out to lunch. They plan that dinner for Ashley. So now it's Giselle, Robin, Ashley, Monique, of course, Karen. Wendy's new coming in. And then they get to the sip and see for Ashley. And what does Monique say? Maybe if she's iced out, she'll realize it's her. And on Giselle and her were high-fiving and everybody was on board. And then it flipped when Monique got into that fight. All of a sudden, they weren't on her side anymore. And now I'm angry. I think Giselle and Monique wanted Candace off the show. Ooh. Because why would you team up? If, I, if you knew I, I was going to spread a, that rumor. I did rumor, not get, first of all, I thought it was so weird that there was no backstory. No, right. No, all of a sudden, the two of them are like together at the beginning keep, keep, of the season. Right. And I was like, why are you guys, you don't like each other at all. At all. all. That's why it does seem, I don't care what Robin and Giselle say, it does seem like the two of them are the ones that spearheaded this, but because I- I think Monique was in so on it to a certain extent, about like getting Candace off. But do you think then she was using her own story to- What I think was yeah. Monique, Monique didn't really have, what was Monique's story? What did Monique talk about the season other than her podcast? It was- this rumor and her main focal point was what? I'm mad at Candace because she intentionally got close to Sharice who spread rumors about me. But I don't even believe she thought that because, so this is another piece to it. And I think Ashley was involved too. Do you remember the flashback scene when Ashley was sitting on one side of the park and Giselle was on another? Kind of like it was COVID, it looked like almost. Yeah. And what did, Mon uh, and Ashley says, I have it on good authority that Candace intentionally tried to get close to Sharice. That's all she said. She never said rumor and Sharice. She just said to Giselle, I have it on good authority that Candace was trying to get close to Sharice because Ashley knew that Monique allegedly thought Sharice spread the rumor, right? Yeah. Ashley, Ashley throws that out there so that Giselle could go and tell Monique that Ashley does a live. I have it posted, it's further down on my page. Oh, Sharice has nothing to do with the rumors at all. Never said a word. So I why would you then say that? Another one, right? You post another yes, one. Yes, I posted it about the, the, the colorism. Colorism. Thing. Sorry, mm -hmm. sorry. What was the one yeah. that you just said about? What was the she one? She said Sharice 
she's very good friends with Sharice and Sharice had absolutely nothing to do with the rumors. So why would you, so Ashley threw that, because remember, Ashley never, you, you'll ne you never hear Ashley on the show say, uh, Sharice and rumors. All she said to spark the flame, because that's where Giselle got her information about Sharice becoming close to Candace through Ashley. So Ashley says, I have it on good authority that um, Candace made a, a effort, a huge effort. She said a huge effort to become close to Sharice and she stops. Giselle goes and tells Monique that. Ashley knows Monique thinks that Sharice spread these rumors. After that plays out, she went on a live and said, me and Sharice are very good friends. Sharice had absolutely nothing to do with the rumors. That to me is manipulating. Yeah, no, it is. No, it's crazy because when I first watched the show, up until the fight, pretty much, mm -hmm. I think you can, you can even hear it in past podcasts, I said, and Alana and I differed on this, I kept saying, like, I feel like Monique keeps bringing up a storyline that we wouldn't know about, like these if she, rumors, if she would just stop. And Alana would say, no, Giselle, they, the producers are asking her, she is responding and Giselle's the one that's letting it out. It's like, yeah, but it's Monique. Like, I feel like Monique just keeps saying there are these rumors about me. Yep. Of course, eventually yep. you're gonna be like, well, what are the rumors? Like, let us know. But then yeah. I felt like, Maybe I'd kind of misinterpreted this season, mm -hmm. like, because I was thinking, oh, so then, because you know how Candace even says in that one episode, you are one way. Yes. The scenes versus that. So that's what I even was discussing with Alana. I was like, see, Candace is showing that, like, something is up. Mm -hmm. But then when you, then when Monique came out with the story about, like, they had been planning this and this had been, like, for something uh -huh. so long, it made me then look at everything differently. Oh, like, yes. oh, okay, so it's more Candace. It's not really just Monique. It just shows these girls are so like, oh my God. And that's what I don't like. Monique is very off camera. I, th the post that you sent me today by that guy, you yeah, notice Mo Monique comments on it? Monique oh, commented on that. She did? On that post. She's friends with a lot of these big accounts. So they're posting these things. And I think that's because somebody said to me, oh, your page is definitely an anti-Monique page. I said, no, it's a fact page because I had posted that. Monique came into this reunion with all that energy with the binder, but she didn't have that same energy with Giselle, who was trying to tear her family apart, allegedly. No, and, I um, saw that, and I agreed with you. Yeah, I'm like, like you didn't have all that energy. But I feel that, see, I, I know I, I know, I, I know now Karen has actually chosen a side, clearly, by the fact that Monique and her were posting 20,000 pictures of each other last and, night. Karen, I'm sorry, lies about little things. You had your Fendi, you were in fashion. She had her Fendi altered and it altered Okay, even the logo. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> I love Karen. Come on, but Dina. That would, that, would, that would not happen because unless you got a bad alteration job, <laughs> You would, you would never let them. I was going to mess with you. I should, I should still do it. Mess with you and Ilana and tag you guys and say, would this happen? <laughs> but what I will say with Karen is I do think Giselle, because I, I've said this in even past podcasts, I feel like Giselle set her up with Wendy. I feel that like she didn't yes. need to say it wasn't like she was not going after her degrees. It is clear Wendy is a smart woman. Karen knows that. Yeah. 
and I felt like she was really trying to make them go into a war. When she said, I added spice, that's not spice. You said it, you told a lie. Yeah. No, it was to me like, I didn't care for that. But yeah. I do think when it comes to this Monique and Candace thing, like, it is very hard for me to not see how they both are wrong in so many mm -hmm. ways. But then I can see sort of playing devil's advocate where maybe both of them are kind of mm -hmm. coming from. Because I, I feel like it's the way Monique gets away with things is some of the behind the scenes things that when eventually they come out, people are like, oh, but by then they've already got this picture of Candace. My whole thing is for you to know that your friend is spreading rumors and you go to, how do you ask your friend Candace to help you serve your friend and then turn on her when filming starts? That's why when Candace, when they were at that dinner and Candace said, I didn't know you and Sharice were really that bad because that baby shower was in January. In February, Stephanie from Mocha Minutes, who's great, by the way, check her out. She's um at Sunshine Grams. I'll send it to you on um Instagram and at Sunshine underscore Grams. And then she has a podcast called Mocha Minutes. Ooh, yeah. She brought up in February, Nini opened her store in Maryland in the MGM Grand. They were all there together. Sharice too. Yeah. And then they were at some of a few other Ashley's baby shower. Yeah, yes. And they were there. too. So your friends spread these rumors about you. You have Candace help you get your friend served. And then when the show starts, you tell the you tell them you are making the ladies believe that Candace is intentionally getting close to Sharice. Now, notice if you listen to their wording. Giselle never said Cherie spread rumors. Giselle said Monique said that Cherie spread the rumors. And then you have Ashley, who's a very good friend to Monique, in quotes, and Cherise doing a video saying Cherise had nothing to do with, with the rumors. So then now why are you mad at, at Candace, Monique? You don't have a reason. I feel like when her plan backfired, it was like when as soon as because I feel like yeah, production may have told her to have it when she had that meeting with Giselle. When you want to have a meeting with Giselle and all the women that were not in the fight with you, but you don't want to have a woman a meeting or even apologize to the girl that you fought, you're apologizing to them because you wanted to keep them on your side because it was going like that. Giselle was mad at Candace because of the tweet by proxy. Robin was mad at her. Ashley was mad at her for going after her family when she did nothing that Ashley didn't do to Robin and to everyone else. Karen was still with Candace, but she was, and Wendy, but all the other girls were together. So why, it, it just made no sense to me. And I don't care what anyone says, my husband would not, I can pretty much do what I want, meaning if I wanted to do something, he supports me in it. Yeah. He would not support me on a show. And if he has the type of money that, you know, all this money and I don't need to work, me sitting across from the woman that was going to say my, our son was not his on national TV. And Monique said, Monique knew about the room and she said she did it because it was her job. So that's why, no, you struck an alliance with Giselle and it backfired. I really believe that. Well, I do believe that something, I agree. I think something was happening in the beginning. I did not get why they were being so close. And like, I didn't, I didn't understand that. I also have never understood 
that which is why I didn't understand the relationship. What, why Monique was who knew that Giselle and Robin were a big part of the conversation of wanting to bring all this out mm-hmm. would want to be around them. I just would never, I wouldn't like engage with those kind of women. So, but you notice Monique only says Giselle, she never even mentioned like Robin was there, but I guess maybe she's upset because Robin didn't tell her, which I don't think, I don't think she would be only because she knows that Robin's going to stick by Giselle anyway. Yeah. But I just think it was so weird that she really used so much of the beginning of this season to really mm-hmm. make it, like you said, on Candace. when I always was confused. Why aren't Robin and Giselle getting blamed? So I was sort of glad when Candace- Oh, for that rumor, that was, that's the different rumor. So Giselle, so the, the rumor that she's saying that Cherie spread was about the trainer, the original rumor. So, but, but the plot was gonna, so two years ago, there was a rumor in Potomac that Giselle, I mean, that Monique had an affair with her trainer. That was the rumor that she was saying Sharice was spreading when it was actually her best friend. The rumor about the the baby not looking like Chris, that that was the rumor. Yes, that was the rumor. At the dinner, they decided that instead, I thought at the dinner, Candace shut it down. Candace said no one would Mm -hmm. ever believe that's not Monique's like that. He's not Mm -hmm. like whatever. And then I thought then they said, then they'll do the trainer. So That was... Um, that was the previous reunion because they were trying to bring it up in 20. That's the timeline. They tried to bring that trainer room yeah, up at 2018, but in 2018. Okay. So yeah. then 2019, it would have already been, that's why, because they couldn't bring up the trainer rumor in 2018, 2019, January of 2019 at the dinner was when they decided to do that baby rumor. When, when they were talking about that that's allegedly. Candy. Yeah. But that's why I thought when even the beginning of the season opened up, I kept turning to Alana. I was like, why are we talking about past up? Like, because we already yes. went, shut it down. Why is she yes. messing it up? And then, so I think it's a, I think it's all just so confusing because I do think something, I know I'm not agreeing with, I don't think Karen, when Karen was like the mental thing, but I do think something is going yeah. on with Monique. It seems like she is in a very dark place throughout this whole season. I do think, like, I know I've said this, that the um, yes. Chinchala is a, um, a therapy. Emotional support. Yeah, Emotional yeah. Support. Mm-hmm. I do think that, I think something is happening. She's already let it slip so many times that her husband really doesn't let her kind of have, a, it seems like a voice in a certain way. And I think it's I think, image. Yeah. And yeah. I just think that, like, she exploded on Candace and got all the blame. Yes. And- Candace. It's, it's crazy. Do you think, remember what Robin said? Athletes are adored. They're used to every, people adoring them and everything. And then when that stops, the wife is now, and they have an image to maintain. Like right after the fight, Chris's first words were, that's embarrassing. Can you imagine getting into a fight, even if it was your fault and your adrenaline is going and you call your husband because, yeah, you know it's your fault, but you also want comfort too. And he says, that's embarrassing. No, the I image. Know. The like, and just to know, like you kind of have gone out of place. I, I've never dated an athlete, but I have dated like, I feel like an artist and artists mm-hmm. I feel like are a lot. They're used yes. to really people being at their beck and call. Mm-hmm. They're really used to kind of them being the more vocal point of everything. Mm-hmm. So when that kind of tension gets taken away, 
you can see them kind of mentally unraveling. Like they mm-hmm. need that kind of support. I really do feel like during quarantine, we're seeing it with all the celebrities. Yes. Like they, they can't deal with the fact that they're not like. Yes. I feel like that's why Miley's commenting on everyone's like photo. <laughs> yes. Like I think they're like. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? Like, let me do seen. And I do think that like with Chris, it seems he's very much about image. Mm-hmm. he's very much about this kind of setup which in certain ways it isn't the worst thing like I've been taught in my life you know there's certain things you share with the public certain things yes you for your family I get yes. that yeah but I do think like there I feel like there's an issue we're not talking about here which is that like what happened with Monique like this like what is mentally happening because I do think everything is awful but I feel like compassionately we need to like somehow like something went wrong you know what I think it is quite honestly I think it's the fact that so my mom had my mom works with uh people who went to like high school and stuff with her I just and that has nothing to do with the address (laughs) (laughs) the town she's from but Um, my mind was going somewhere that it was like, wait, no, go back and make this point. I think, oh, my mom read something. She was reading comments on something and they were like, oh, all these women are jealous of Monique's life. And people were commenting, Monique doesn't even want her own life. I think that if, if the best friend is to be believed and Monique has admitted it herself, but didn't talk about it, you know, um, money troubles and how she had been homeless before and Chris when she first came on the season, she said she met Chris because she ran, he, she was hired to run, he hired her to run his businesses. So the friend said that Chris had another girlfriend. He did. And I think that's the mother's issue with Monique, which the mother-in-law needs to stay out of that. But evidently Chris had another girlfriend that he was really, really in love with and that the mom was close to. So then when that split, he tr- treated Monique very, like I felt bad for Monique and again I don't know what went on there personal but I'm like if my mother-in-law was calling me a heifer on tv I would be upset too but um so the best Gigi said that they when Monique was hired they googled like his net worth and the different businesses that she was running and put a plan in place to get him I guess it worked or whatever but I I feel like that's the Black people who don't, who come from where Monique came from, like we all, I mean, right now, or say if I were to marry an athlete or, or even like with my husband and we start making all this money, people look at you like other black people, like, oh man, that's the life we aspire to. Especially if you grew up in an area where you didn't have a lot of money, then you meet somebody and all of a sudden all these doors are open and you have all this money and he's famous. And so you get caught up in that lifestyle and everything looks good. But then when reality hits, like he wants to be adored, he expects you to be there to to sex him anytime he wants. He wants you to look a certain way because athletes' wives look a certain way. Your house should always look a certain way. Your kids should always look a certain way. Everything should be perfect. And I think almost like people that get married because they want a wedding, but don't think about the marriage. I sometimes look at Monique and feel feel like she's stuck in that life. Because if she leaves him, even if she got a lot of money, it's certainly not going to be what you have no. with him. So I feel like she's miserable in her life. Like even the podcast, when she was talking about how much money she spent and he was like, oh, you're going to have to shut that down. People were upset that he said that. Now I looked at it, his wording could have been very different because I would have been like, excuse me. But that is a lot of money to hemorrhage if you're not recovering. Instead of him approaching it like, well, 
what's going on? Well, what could I do? Well, what are you spending it on? You want me to look over it or whatever? But I, I feel like he's very controlling. I agree. I, I do. I do think though, you when you see when we see them at certain times, like they do seem like they love each other. Yeah, yeah. Like she's he is definitely the head of the household. Yeah. Like, we always have a joke in my family. Like my father's the head of the house, but my mother's his neck. So I, I say that too. So, but I feel like in their household, he is the neck as well. I do think, I don't feel like she, ha it's at least these last two seasons, it seems like she is drowning. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she just wants to be saved. And I honestly believe that like all what she did to Candace, which was so beyond wrong. And I just wish she would just say she's sorry for at least mm -hmm. the beat up and at least like take ownership for that going out again. Yeah. But I yes. just, she just is a woman in pain. Yeah. And I think she is suffering. Well, and you know what's funny? So I agree with that. And then I also, so when people bring up, and I bring to make the comparison, the butter knife with Ashley. Yes. So we know Candace's relationship with her mom, just like we know Monique's relationship with Chris. So we know that Candace's mom is a trigger for her. And what happened? Ashley kept bringing it up because she didn't like the information that Robin told her first and that Candace co-signed. Cause I noticed in the flashback um, to the season finale uh, in the confessional, Ashley was like, you know, I still think Michael's really hurt for uh, Candace trying to go after him. No mention of Robin when Robin's the one that actually told it to Ashley. But that scene that they showed of Candace saying it was Candace, Giselle and Robin talking about it. When, when um, last season, when they, when Michael said what he wanted to do to Juan. Yeah, yeah. Robin's the one that did all that. Thank you. They used the flashback of Candace, though. So it was like, it was very like, why would y'all use the flashback of Candace when, when that was Candace, Giselle, and Robin talking about it? But at the actual table, Robin said it, but Ashley focused her venom on Candace because Candace backed it up because Candace was like, why are you lying? Why are you lying? And she, so she threw in her mom. And boom, Candace exploded. So it's it, to me, it's 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 a mirror. The same thing with, with Ashley and Candace with the butter knife is with Candace and Monique. But people give the allowance for Monique because of she was triggered or what have you, but they don't give th these women in the group don't give that same allowance for Candace. And also, do you think this people have been saying that Candace eggs Monique on in that fight, right? By words, which is crazy to me that they expect that they think people can just say whatever they want to someone and, and the person not respond. But think about the season in whole. That dinner that she set Candace up, and then we had the hot mic moment. Monique tweeted about that and said, Yeah, why would I give you a heads up? You didn't give me a heads up that Sharice was coming to my anniversary party. Yeah, I saw so that, that tweet. I remember. Yeah, so that, that was a setup. Then Candace walked away from Monique, what, three more times and apologized and didn't engage. They get to the winery. Monique walks in. Candace walks in, gives Monique a hug. She goes to start out a toast by saying, I love you guys. And then the, uh, the arguments, you know, kind of escalate. No one is saying, well, how about Candace was egged on all season by Monique and Monique was just getting what well, from I, Candace. When I first 
just watched it like up until the fact I really did feel like I was like oh so now like you know I always love Monique but I feel like Candace is showing us like there's something you know weird mm-hmm. going on with the hot mic moment like you mentioned and then even like at the fight I do think can I think they both were being awful mm-hmm. I think Candace like obviously if somebody is looking like they're about to kill you and you keep saying come kill me like you know, I do think it might cause like some friction if you guys are in that much of a passion. But I do, I think Candace had been trying the whole season to keep breathing in and being like, I'm not going to do this, like at the lake house. Mm-hmm. Like she was, I think, trying to be nice to Ashley. Although when you put that she on did. the camera. But you know what? Ashley herself said on Watch What Happens Live after that, that, that she, that she thought it was sincere. Yeah. yeah. But that I do think once you ever bring up cheating rumors or something like that mm-hmm. on camera, a little bit of it can be like a little shady. But I thought the way Candace handled that whole thing mm-hmm. was really lovely. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's more the after effect to me that I personally, and I could be wrong, I think they're both to blame for the f- way that the fight started although I also don't get why Robin and Giselle aren't getting blamed because I think personally what set her off was when she saw thought didn't she think Candace pushed her I never heard her say that I've heard other people say it but I've never heard her say it maybe that's what I did too so maybe I'm wrong but I thought (laughs) when I always see and I think it was Giselle who pushed Mm -hmm. her I think that's what set her off and what still gets me upset is that like not that I think she needs to beat anybody up, but why isn't she saying to Giselle and Robin during that time, like, mm-hmm. you guys are doing this. Ashley made a dodgy comment and ran to the bathroom knowing it was going to start something. Yeah. Candace then, because she had been picked on, like you said, she kept, they kept kind of egging her on. Mm-hmm. Finally, she exploded. And then Monique, I think, was just on the verge. And I felt like you could feel it. Of yeah. And beat the, somebody up. And that's what gets me. It's like, Monique, you're on the verge with Candace when Candace did nothing to you all season. If anything, Candace should have had venom for you with how you, how it, it was clear they showed the flash. You're crying in your therapist's office about feeling isolated. But the flashback to the, but I mean, but then we see you, if people go back at the sip and seek wanting to ice out Candace, you, and that's why I think it was a plan. When they were at Ashley's sip and seek, Monique literally said out of her mouth, maybe if she's iced out, she'll say, oh, it's me. She said those words out of her mouth. Oh, I then, remember that. Yeah. So then, so then now months later, you feel isolated because your plan didn't go your way. I truly feel like, and, and Robin piggybacked up off that and said, yeah, when she's by herself. And Monique said, yeah, when she, and then Giselle was like, yeah. So they all were planning on icing Candace out. Candace took that all season, gets to the winery, goes to make a toast and says, I love you guys. I love you. She apologized to Giselle about the tweet she did. She met with Ashley. I felt like this was growth. So I feel like for a whole season of growth with some people to be erased because she said, what are you going to drag me when Monique's been saying that to her is like unfair. And that's why I said, I didn't think she held any responsibility in the fight. Meaning if people are going to say what Monique did was wrong, but she snapped but not what Candace did was said was wrong, but she snapped because she was piled on all 
season long. Even at one point, remember when Robin, when they were in Portugal, when Ashley was like, oh, what you said about me being pregnant or, or my family. And, and Robin said, you went after my family. Yeah. And Candace didn't say anything. Ashley, you said, Monique, and I will not stop saying this. You said Monique was a drunk driver and had a miscarriage because of it. All Candace did was question what you told her to your face. When you say, I'm, I'm going to stop drinking. I want to get pregnant. The doctor thinks whatever. Then you pick up a Corona and Candace is like, what are you doing? But once again, messy Giselle, go back to when they were in New Orleans. Candace was having a conversation with Giselle, who she thought was her friend about the whole pregnancy thing, telling her, you know, I don't know if she's serious because she's been drinking the entire time when she told me she was going to stop drinking. Ashley comes in and Giselle says, oh, so Candace don't think you serious about being pregnant. That's what sparked it off, Giselle. But I actually think when Ashley, cause Ashley, when Ashley brought Candace in, cause they were first the friends. Yes. Mm -hmm. I thought Ashley was so shady to Candace that season. She yeah. Was she putting her down this and that. So I always knew that when it came to their something was gonna, yeah. Something was gonna happen because it seemed like in a weird way, I always felt like Ashley was, I hate using this word, but was a bit jealous of Candace. And I yes. ever figure out why, because they just don't seem to me to even want the same things in life. Right, right. Their goals, what there seems to be their outcomes. But I do think that, you know, I have to say, because I feel like you're, I feel like tonight, I really feel like I'm now like really more on Candace's side. I will not lie. Cause I, this is how I felt originally, but then I go back and forth because I do yeah. have a love for both of these women. I don't know why. But and I, you know what? I, I think because you look at everything too, I want to know everything so I can make some people, if they like Monique, they don't even want to see the truth because they just like her. Some people, if they like Candace, they don't want to see the things that she's done. I like them both. <laughs> right. Well, think about last season though. When, so season three is Candace's first season and Ashley makes all those accusations about Monique who had Monique's back 100% Candace because even Giselle and Robin were saying something to her at the table in Nima Colon about drinking too much yeah. and getting on her. Candace had her back at the reunion and into the next season. And Candace was her friend, her friend, her friend. When all that news came out about Michael, Monique sent that stuff to Candace like, oh, did you see this? And then boom, all of a sudden, Candace, uh, Monique decides to forgive Ashley, which I think we ought to forgive. I feel like forgiving is one thing. If you choose not to put yourself back in that same situation, that's okay too, but it is best to forgive, especially if you believe in God and the Bible and whatever you believe in forgiveness is. So, but Monique then switches on a dime on Ashley. When Ashley came to that podcast studio when she was pregnant and as soon as Monique felt the heat, Ashley says to them, Giselle and I don't know if she said Candace or Giselle and somebody basically said that, you were laughing or talking about the Michael situation. And Monique is like, oh, I talked about it, but this is what we text. And shows Ashley the text that Candace sent, not that she sent first. She turned on Candace like that. And then Candace was, that's, that's what started that whole fight between Candace and Monique last season. Candace was like, I was riding for you. like. Now, because, because Monique not only made up with Ashley, she pushed Candace to make up with Ashley. And Candace kept saying, well, wait a minute. 
she said all this stuff about you and I have my own issues with Ashley. I don't want to make up with her. And Monique is like, no, you need to make up with her. You need to do this. And then when Candace says, she's always, um, she says stuff about everybody. What did they all tell her? Mind your business. It's not your business. But when Monique fought Candace this season in the kitchen, when she was doing her daughter's hair the day after the fight, she said, she's always running her mouth about everybody. People were on board with that. Like, yeah, you, because at that point, it seems like she just fought Candace on behalf of past things that she's done and said to people in other seasons. So the whole fight between Monique and Candace started because Monique showed text messages between her and Candace to Ashley as soon as she felt the heat coming on her and then her and Ashley make up and Monique is like, you need to be friends with Ashley. That's where that argument started at the um, hoedown or whatever Katie had. Cause Candace is like, I can't believe you will be friends with her or whatever. And Monique was like, you're being immature. I was trying to tell you blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, that, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we forget why it started. Cause I had even forgot too until I went back. It was because Monique all of a sudden made up with Ashley after she had said all this stuff and Candace was her only but support. That's when Monique helped, that's when Monique didn't have footage, allegedly. Yes. Of, of, yes. of Michael, right? Of Michael in the butt grab, yeah. So wait, I have a quick side note just about Michael and Ashley because I've been hearing like rumors of people like wanting to know what's going on with Michael and Juan. What do you th think? Okay. Because I- No, what do you think? Because I'm gonna tell you what Okay, so I didn't think anything of it until my sister was like, she thinks something that their friendship doesn't make sense to her unless something kind of nefarious is happening. I kind of just thought Juan was just a nice guy. Corey said that too. Corey said he thought Juan was just kind of going along with it to keep it okay. But then I, and he brought up a good point though. I said, well, when Michael said, um, we're going to have, we can have a bachelor, a bachelor a bachelor party in Vegas, no cameras. When Juan said, oh, just us, I thought he meant like just him and Michael. And Corey said he probably meant like when Michael said no cameras, it was like, yeah, just us. Not like just him, and but just him, but, but no cameras. I was like, oh, because when he said just us, I thought he meant him and Michael. Which I but think Corey was my sister thinks because I thought it meant what Corey like I thought it meant you and Corey were on the same page. Oh, it was like the guys like they're just gonna go do their own thing, but something dodgy and like whatever. And then I and I thought I'm, I'm with Alana. But I'm Alana, with Ilana. Like Alana thinks they might have a certain a certain, but Alana okay. So Alana thinks it's twofold. She said maybe. Maybe something has happened <laughs> between the two of them, or it's that they both are open to doing stuff with maybe other people and they're okay with keeping it between them. Them. Well, so I initially, my initial reaction was like, Michael, Michael was getting so upset. My oh, first thought was, did something, did something happen between them? That was my initial was first thought. I said Michael but, acts like a jealous girlfriend. Yes. And, and I didn't want to say it. I was like, but you know, but you know what? Somebody brought up a good point. I forget what podcast. Let's go back to athletes and Chris and Robin even said it about Juan. They're adored. They get attention. They get used to it and like the attention. Michael, Juan knows what Michael said about him last season because he didn't want to talk about it like at the reunion. But that's attention. Not saying he's ever going to do anything, but somebody was saying how Michael being that like basically obsessed with Juan 
when you're used to attention like that and when you want that attention, you get it from anywhere. I'm not saying you're going to do something with him, but no, it's he, adoration, he, the adoration. They flirt with everyone because yes. they want to know that they are desirable and that everyone can have them. Yep, and but they I, won't they won't call it flirting. They'll just they just recognize it as they're being flattered, like somebody yeah. adores me. Yeah. But Alana, just like you, was like that was a jealous girlfriend moment. That was my first thought. And that they are together as a couple. I was shocked when she told me. I was like, wait, what? Because at first I say these memes about the two of them, and I was like, did I miss something in the episode? And I wait, literally for one second and one second only. Remember when they had the bachelor the um dominatrix night in portugal with the, the ladies yeah. when they were okay candace killed it i thought she looked sexy and she did, oh the, God, did the crawl but when ashley was dancing on robin i was like i felt the heat like like the way ashley was on her and so for a split second i was like were the four of them together and then i was like okay no 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 oh my god i could see that if they're swingers both of them I was like, I don't know, but with Michael, but I guess, you know. <laughs> I know, I was Mike, I just, Michael to me is just, I love when, when I love at the reunion, when, who was it when she said that Candace tried to insult her by saying the baby looked like Michael, and who was it that said, but that's Robin. the father, but that's Rob the father, what are you saying? And she's like, well, was it a compliment? I was like, oh my God, you just yeah, called well, her husband ugly. And she kind of said it, she goes, wasn't it? And everybody's like, she basically called her her baby yes. husband ugly on TV. I think that my husband is so handsome that when people say my son looks like him, I love it. And when they say my daughter looks like him, I imagine it in a pretty way because he's so handsome. So to me, so that to me was like, oh, you think your husband's ugly. Because I definitely <laughs> think, but honestly, actually to your point, let's just say, if Monique is in the position that she is in, it makes more sense also why Ashley and her have gone so close because they both are in marriages that are giving yes. them the life because they're running away from a life that like, you yeah. know are trying to yeah. just not do that. Which is so sad because both of them are like- Beautiful women. Beautiful mm -hmm. and smart because the dodgy stuff that both of them do, I mean, the whole cast. Yeah, yeah, like, but, but so I know what you mean. In their yeah. way, yeah. What, what really makes me think Ashley is diabolical and, uh, and doesn't care about, and I don't feel like Ashley really cares about any of their friendships, is she may like Giselle, and I only say that because Sharice drew through Giselle an intimate 50th birthday party a couple months ago. Robin was there. Their other friends off camera were there, including Ashley. So I feel like they are friends. However, um, I don't think Ashley cares about anybody but the Because notice she didn't come after Giselle because I want to see if she if oh darn it the reunion might not have been filmed when giselle said what she said in the confessional about um what um did you want juan michael darby or something like that and, and insinuated something too giselle insinuated that too i, I wanted to see if ashley was going to say something because they are such good friends but darn it i think the reunion was unless they unless they saw it before the unless they got their cuts of the episode before you know what because you know it was already filmed yeah i wonder like what they're gonna discuss right now wouldn't you say something to me i'm your good friend and you see me in confessional saying your husband 
must have wanted another man and I'm saying it on TV, you would be mad at me, right? Because I'm your good friend. Especially, I think it's Ashley, she would call it out. But I do think when it comes to Robin and Giselle, after they had that fight, what was it in season two at the restaurant? After that fight, it seems like the three of them became a yes. is their little sidekick bandit. Yes, yes. I've been so confused why Ashley, like I imagine them two in like the motorcycle and Ashley's on like the wheel. On the side. You said on the wheel. I didn't mean on the wheel. I mean, you know, but on like the side cart thing. I know that means. That, no, but that's funny though, the wheel. That's. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I think that like, Ashley, I've never understood why she seems to be so close with those two, but then I didn't get why then she went so far with Monique because then it would be, you know, like she's going against them and they seem Mm -hmm. to be fine with Ashley. Like the three of them have not gone after each other in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I think Ashley knows how to play it. I really do. I think Ash, I think if it was, say if it was Monique and Giselle that got into a fist fight or Monique and Ashley or Monique and Robin, I mean, Ashley wouldn't be writing a statement. I really truly think that Monique, I mean, Ashley cares about nobody but her check and her family. And she's going to, again, because to me, that's the, that's a diabolical mind to, to know, even though, again, disclaimer, I don't think Monique ever believed that Sharice spread these rumors because again, why didn't she send her a cease and desist? But I think to play, to play it up for Ashley to knowingly to throw out Candace is getting close to Sharice, to Giselle, knowing Giselle's gonna go back and tell Monique. So she let like, so if they were to bring that up at the reunion, Ashley would say, I never said she got close to Sharice because, uh, and Sharice was spreading rumors. I just said she got close to Sharice, but you knew what you were doing by saying that. And then going and making a video. Yeah, and then to to make sure Sharice knows their friendship is cool, then you go and do a video about Sharice that's not even on the show. No, I think Ashley is amazing at, from the even first season, at really going after different people, but then coming to the reunion, always like she is in the right and that like, it's fine with what she like and people forget what she's that. done and I'm I like, think it is because like I know I always call her this but she's like that baby baby spice in the spice world movie like where they as the joke have her on trial for murder and they're like mm-hmm. but of course it's baby spice she couldn't have done it and like I feel like with Ashley Ashley could literally murder somebody and we'd be like not Ashley it's Ashley and then if if, if Candace did those same things people would remember that even if she did it to the level like same exact words, same exact whatever. I truly believe that Candace would get a different reaction. Ashley, I think is one of those people, you know, when you call like, um, not like an operator, but you're calling to get help for somebody. And as you're talking, this used to always happen in Britain. Like our, my voice would be like this. And the person like on the line would always be like, ma'am, ma'am, madam, like you need to look like you calm your voice. And I'd be like, but my voice is calm. And they'd be like, but ma'am, ma'am, you need to go. And then so uh, as you're doing it, it's getting okay. more and more riled up. And I feel like that's Ashley. She'll keep at that same level voice. Okay, okay. telling you to calm down. So you're getting more and more upset because she's saying stuff that's like not nice or not appropriate. Yeah. But she's so calm and so yeah. sweet while Candace 
is going to go there with you. Yeah. And gets Justin mm -hmm. and she's like, okay, then let's bring it up. And right. So right. Sometimes Candace is saying like good things. Although I do think her word game is funny, but I do think she goes wait like she needs to, you know, calm down. Like Andy said, like she goes sometimes too far. But, but, but you know what? I wonder why he doesn't say that to the other women. Like, 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 that is my, and I, I guess maybe I shouldn't look at it and yeah. well, it needs to be fair, but I feel like he says like, oh, Candace, your tweets are going to be your demise, but not say to Ashley, Ashley, well, we have here your tweets that show you started that and Candace tweeted you three or four times before she went just over. She played the game with you a little, like Ashley was tweeting at her husband about her and then just kept getting worse. And then Candace came in and said, look, I'm not gonna go there with you. And then Ashley kept going. And then she's like, I'm not gonna go there with you. And then it just went poof. So I wish that there would have been some context to that because we see the bed wench and calling her a roach. But what led up to that ultimately? Ashley, you tweeting her husband about her and continuing and then it just exploded from there. No, I do agree with you because I'm really bad and I don't have Twitter. I had it a while, like years ago, and it got it's a cesspool. Yeah, <laughs> it also got hacked by like this porn star and like no or like something. It was very weird. I did not care for it. And some guy tried to contact me and when what? I, yeah, and I had a reaction. He's like, if you're not the girl, then your account has been hacked. You should go check it out. And it was all this awful stuff. I like spent like three hours because Twitter makes it the hardest thing to actually get off of Twitter. So I had to call different people. They don't even have a number. What? Yeah, it took me, I think one night I wasted five hours, but I disabled no. the So I've never gone back since then. And they told me, do you want to know what they told me why it happened? Because they said I wasn't on it enough and I should have noticed. I was like, are you guys? So they're going to put that on you. So if they I. Did. They did. Whoever I spoke to at the time, because I think it had to either be in a letter or I finally found a number. It was so many years ago. But like, I remember them saying like, it's when you don't spend enough time on Twitter, you're easily able to get hacked. And I was like, excuse me? But anywho, so I'm not as good with Twitter. Like I love seeing your tweets. I love that you always post them on Instagram because I feel like I'm in the know. But um, I didn't know that you, you keep telling me, like I didn't realize Ashley was doing stuff. I just really mm -hmm. follow them all on Instagram. Yeah. So I see what I see. And then I see sound bites from different bloggers and mm -hmm. like, of what's happening. And then of course at the reunion, they might bring it up. I do agree with you. I always feel like Andy picks usually a person at the reunion yes. who he says like tweets too much or does this too much or does that. With Candace, they do call her out the most. Mm -hmm. And that's my thing. It's like, call them all out. Yeah. Cause I didn't realize where Ashley was until you were showing mm -hmm. me. Like I didn't realize Ashley was just as like coming after. I know on the show she yeah. does. And when they said, um, you're tweeting her and she was in labor, no one said, wait, Ashley, why did you start tweeting? Why did you start that? Yeah, and you were in labor. She was, yeah, when you were like, Ashley was talking to her before she went into yeah, labor. Like, yeah. What? So like, that, to me, that's the picture that people, so that's the painting because we, I did not go into this season. Last season, this season was when I really started, could say I started liking Candace because of the prog the progression that I saw and it was last season when I started watching because I didn't care for her first season but it was I, I remember commenting to her multiple times on Twitter and I never I haven't deleted them they're still there but 
I read, cause I remember she said something about someone's income on Twitter. And I was like, that has nothing to do with this argument. Like she was talking to somebody else. I shouldn't even, but I was like, that has nothing to do with this argument. <laughs> but last season was when I started paying attention and seeing, well, what, when she went off, why? So I started really watching, like she's going off. Oh, but wait, this person said this. And they have a way of when somebody knows your triggers and that's part of, do you have, I feel divided because a part of me is like, we tell people you should know your triggers and learn how not to, but we're not telling the person stop purposely triggering people to get reaction. So I go back and forth. I'm like, yeah, she should. But then I'm like, well, wait, what about this person triggering? But I do, it just dawned on me. Somebody I know used to say, we cannot control other people. We can only control ourselves. So we can say all we want to that person, stop doing things to trigger, but it's up for us to either remove ourselves. That's what I was going to say. I think for Candace, like, obviously she can't do that. This is, she, she's on the yeah. show. Emotional, immature, or what is it? Em, 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 emotionally immature or immature emotionally. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. But I found, but with Candace, I do think like, in her case, it would be her just like not commenting, not going back. I, I see what you're why. saying. But she I can't, since she, she can't pull back, she should just not say anything. Yeah, but okay. at the same time, I do think again, just like with Monique, I think Candace comes from an abusive, I'm pretty sure an abusive home, not with her husband, of course. Yeah. But her mom clearly, like if her mom was willing to hit her with a bag in public, I, I'm, I'm certain emotionally and even, I think I've said this in the past, but like, I think her mom got mad at her for going to see another therapist and not her. I'm pretty sure that happened yes. in episodes where the mom was like, well, why didn't you come first to me? Yeah. thinking in my head, like, you know, this is just showing so much. The fact that this fight has finally brought you two together, you guys are in a yes. good place. Like, I think it all kind of shows where Candace is mentally. And I did always, I liked Candace in the beginning, but I also <laughs> always found the woman so um mean to her about the mom i personally i come from a culture where like just like you want to give your parents everything your parents give you everything and then one day you want to give back to them yeah yeah I, I just i don't really feel like i feel like everyone you could say like unless it really is just you by yourself and you have been a self-made everyone gets help from everyone so i never yeah. thought why they felt the need to really pick apart her she's young she's growing like but it does seem like when it comes to her mom, that is the one thing that will just make her explode. Yep. I, I do think maybe she should learn like a word in her head, like something. A safe word. <laughs> you know, Stephanie that I keep talking about for Mocha Minutes made a very good point. Again, she said, Candace has had to take this from her mom for years. Like she can say whatever, do whatever. So her mind and her reactions come from a place of, I had, if I had to take it from my mom, if you think I'm going to let another woman, black woman or whoever, a woman basically tear me down or say anything about me, you're out of your mind. And that's, she comes from that place. But it's funny because Monique, I feel like Monique and Candace are almost the same person. It, the only exception is this whole being friends with the bloggers and all of that stuff and feeding stories. I don't think Candace does that. I think Candace is who she is a hundred percent, which it's probably why people don't like her. Because have you ever been around somebody who was comfortable being them, even if it was to the point of not necessarily being rude? Like I have a friend who, if somebody knocked on her door and she didn't feel like talking that day, 
not answering. They didn't call me and ask me, could they come over? They didn't, they know that. And I would be like, that is so rude. But it's like, actually it was rude of the person to just show up and impose themselves on you. So she's comfortable being her. And sometimes people can't deal with people who are comfortable being them. But on the after show, someone said they watched it and Monique brought up Candace and started crying. It was like, we're actually the same person and we just couldn't stop hurting each other. And I don't quite understand that because from what I saw, they seem to be good friends. So I don't know if she met after the fight with Candace and maybe she's taking Candace's filing charges or doing whatever is hurting her. But I feel like they, Monique, oh, I'm, excuse me. I'm sorry, excuse me. Monique was taught, like she said, her mom taught her to fight with her hands. Candace was taught to fight with words. Monique said if she feels threatened, I don't think she felt threatened in that instance, but let's say she did. She was taught to swing. Candace was taught if you feel threatened, use your swing, but with your words. So it's like they're the same person, really. No, I, I, com like. I completely, when we first met Candace, the first thing I said to myself was like, she will be the perfect friend for Monique. And really? Even her became friends right away. I was like, I knew it. They're so adorable. Like they to me, I could see why they would become best friends. So when they went down, like the way they've gone, like everything, I'm so saddened by it. I really love their friendship. I had such a love for both of them. Yeah. Someone said that they also feel like Monique, I, I feel like Monique, and I think you said it too, has always wanted to be accepted by Giselle. Yes. And um and yes, Robin. And even though they find her annoying, well, first, even though Ashley they had a problem with Ashley, they ended up accepting her. Even though they find Candace annoying, they ended up accepting her. Candace may not have made the money herself, but she comes from wealth. She comes from a certain class from a certain, not even class, but just a way of living that maybe Giselle was used to. But either way, Giselle just accepted her. And they did not with Monique. And I don't I don't think it had anything to do with jealousy. I just think well, Giselle do think was doing mean girl Ashley, stuff and didn't like her. Do you think it was the reason why is because even though Ashley says some dodgy stuff about Robin and Candace makes her sometimes comments, neither of them tried to do stuff off camera to destroy somebody and Monique did. I that always, might be why, oh. Now it's going to come back to get Monique on this show. Because of the Sherman thing? Yes. Yeah, good point. Good. Yes. Okay. I think yeah, as yeah. soon as Monique did that, that was her like nail in the coffin. Like Giselle and Robin were going to come back to get Monique for that. Because I feel like on all these housewife shows, if you do something, it's like a little pebble. Like if you throw it like in the water, everyone's going to come. I really always see that mm. with um, Brandy on the Housewives of Beverly Hills. Somebody will be mean to her. And I know with her, like even when she's friends with them again, she will okay. do something to destroy them and you would see it with each person. Okay. Like, I feel like somebody could by accident push her, like, you know, just because they had a move and she would keep that in mind and she'd be like, one day, I shall- and justify why she did it. Yes, and come back. And okay. on this show, at least when it came to Monique and Giselle, that's what I saw this as. I was like, oh, this is Giselle trying to get back. But okay. then when Monique pulled out the binder. <laughs> That brought it to a whole new level because you could I was, see it oh in my eyes. I just was thinking about her daughters, which made me think, I know that her daughters love their, their fathers, I, but I think, I think it's too, it, that 
the reunion night gave me another reason why they might not want them to be together. The first is because they know what he did to her, right? The second, he's very, he's famous in the church world, like for lack of a better word, and among like black celebrities, like when he was in Baltimore, it was nothing for Phaedra to be, because when we went to the church, Phaedra, Nene, Common, like all types of famous people come through, right? <laughs> you are so cute, guys. I wish you could see. Tina. <laughs> <laughs> like my so all these people will come through, even now with him being in Atlanta. T.I. comes through. Kanye led oh worship at his church. Yeah. So I say that to say that he's he's famous in his own right, just not outside of that. Like people in the housewives world may not have known who he is outside of Giselle. So they got it from both like their parents are back together and you have I'm sure their classmates have parents that went to his church in Baltimore so they're going to be talking about it so you don't think the kids at school are talking about it then they have to and I think that could be one of the reasons why they don't want them back together their mom is on the show it's bad enough that people are going to be talking about their mom now they're saying all this stuff about their dad that they're now old enough to understand saying their dad has more kids. I think that could be a reason why they're like, well, will you say what you told me about the, um, the text messages, you know, that they weren't, weren't, wasn't it you who messaged me that they're actually date the text messages are not from now. Yeah. They're, oh, they're not, they're from a while, a while ago. Yes. So I saw this about a month and a half ago on a YouTuber, like, it, I was watching one video and up popped like Giselle's, uh, uh, Jamal's girlfriend, but, and um, she, it was her voice and she was talking about the text and they were showing them about, so that supposedly, they've supposedly been dating for like two or three years, but I don't know, did I, um, I know I might've sent you that they weren't new, but like new as in like, and I could have misread Monique. I thought Monique was coming in like, bow, I got this, I personally got this information and this is, but thinking about it, she may have just went on the site like I did or because she's connected to different YouTubers and bloggers, they may have given her the information. So I was saying, I, I tweeted, this is not new tea. Not even thinking that everybody may not have seen it, but I was saying that as in, because I thought Monique, I thought the way Monique came off, she was presenting it like, yeah, I, I got this tea exclusively, but I'm like, no, it's been out here. But but when is it then? Oh, because I thought you met in the tweet. I missed the tweet. I thought you met in the tweet that this happened, this happened a while ago. Does that mean it did happen though? Was well, I'll say thing? that's what she said. It happened. So I the, uh, read it, what because I if and then I was like, should I not say that? What if it's not the same one? But it was exactly the same thing that I saw on a YouTube. And but it would have been in the timeline of them filming this season. It would have been um or is it like two years ago? Within these two years, like with it, the last time the girl seen him was right when it came out that they, right when the season first started. Okay. So it's not like it was like, I mean, according to what, the, what I saw on YouTube, it was like they were dating and he said, oh, it's all for the show. When she came out and said that, yes, I'm back with Jamal or whatever, whatever. That was around that time was the last time. Actually, they hadn't seen each other before that because they kept like missing each other. Like she couldn't make something This allegedly, she couldn't make something he, cause like he, I saw the text where it's supposedly there's, he sent her a flyer and was like gonna be in your area, blah, 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 blah. 
and then she wasn't she had agreed to but then she couldn't or something so it wasn't like it was a consistent they live in the same town and they're going on dates it was like whenever i come to your area or whenever you come to atlanta it wasn't like a relationship like you're dating someone that's right in your town or whatever oh, but okay. but supposedly they were dating this entire time and he said it was just for reality tv but that was came out when the season started but i don't they hadn't seen each other like recently but they were still supposedly dating mm. it's not ideal it's not ideal it, 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 no and not if well if you're supposed to be my man yeah i don't care if you saw her once while we were dating that's wrong you're still cheating on me yeah I can't tell if it's a real relationship. I'm not going to lie. Me neither. The kids are the only thing that makes me think it kind of could be because, uh, Dina, who would put their kids through That's that? But I think the same thing. I would think I would never. And no. unless they would know it's for the show, but then they wouldn't be reacting this way. Yes. So I'm so confused, but I don't think they seem like a couple. Even when we get to see them in little scenes together, I think they do seem like good friends. I could see them completely, but it doesn't seem sexual at all. There is no like chemistry. Like when she used to talk about Sherman, her like whole face would light up. <laughs> She's like, like so excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When she talks about Jamal, it just seems like she's like, I'm settling back into this life. And it seems kind of cold. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she did say on Bravo chat room that because of what oh no at the no she said at the reunion i think because of what the ki the kids are saying on the show about him it forced them to talk even more to him about something didn't she yeah uh, she yeah. did about like but it still didn't make sense but before we go i have to tell you did you see the bravo chat room after the reunion i did not because i'm not gonna lie i don't love the show should i me neither no no i just okay so what happened was me and corey were recording our patreon and because it went late, I had missed Atlanta. I watched all of the Potomac reunion. And then as I was sitting on the couch before I went upstairs, Corey was um, editing and watch what happens live and chat room came on because I normally don't watch either. On the chat room, Giselle said, <laughs> What did she say? This is when I think stuff like this can be too low because you're saying, okay, what she said, but I'm getting ready to tell you. She's saying it to try to make Karen look bad, but in the process, I feel like you could hurt Wendy's feelings. So it's like somebody gets hit by a stray bullet that you tried to shoot at somebody all to make a point. She said uh, to Portia, mind you, also, I wonder if she was trying to kind of like dig a little bit at Portia because Portia has always maintained that she liked Karen. That she gets like a maternal thing from Karen. Yeah, and, and she's like best friends with Monique. Yes, so. Or good friends. And she doesn't want to, she, um, when Portia was talking good about Karen and other shows, she was like, like not trying to have it. So she says, well, Karen said that we're the best looking cast. So, you know, immediately Portia was like, okay, wait a minute now. So Giselle was like, Karen said we're the best, best looking cast. And Wendy doesn't fit. I read because, that. Because of her looks, like. Giselle, you're trying to get back at Karen, but as a woman, 
That was that on Yeah, I'm like, that could have hurt Wendy's oh, feelings. Wendy's beautiful. So what does that yep. even mean? Wendy fits in perfectly with yep. the group. I do not think that's, I saw Karen um, actually like respond a lot to this and like say, mm -hmm. this is a complete lie. She would never say this. She like, you. she said she even sent Wendy a message. Yes, but don't you wonder, because I feel like Giselle's, uh, up until this season, I didn't think Giselle lied, but one of the producers on this show, the producer that asks these questions, he was on a podcast and said that Giselle, um, either what was his exact, I can't remember his exact words now, so, but basically like either she um, just says things or like doesn't get the story right. He said Giselle will call him and be like, well, Giselle will call and say, hey, so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And he'll be like, Giselle, that didn't happen. And she's like, oh, okay, bye. Like, so she'll just say anything. I could see that. I yeah, so. To see what will stick because she never wants yeah. us to know really anything about her. About her. So, yeah. but this season was the first season. I saw her out and out lie twice. The thing with Wendy about the floozy. And then when Wendy said, are you going to tell Karen what she said about, remember when Wendy told them when Karen got drunk, what she said about Ray and bailing yeah. him out? Wendy said, are you going to tell him? tell Karen and she says no. So I felt like her credibility was shot, but then also with Karen, we've caught her in lies before. So with this whole Wendy thing, I was like, who's telling the truth? But I think when Karen's lying, Karen does it more out of like nervousness. Like I've noticed with her, it will be like almost trying to not hurt people's feelings and then getting offended for them to question. Like, like they said, she wants okay. to be a mother hen. I feel like no matter what she says, that is what she wants. She likes the girls to come to her and like, she that wants was a good to point. When made. Yeah. Uh, and so I think like that's more with Karen. Whereas I feel like Giselle, it really is like, Giselle has been dodgy from the beginning. She is so beautiful. I don't know if she suffers from the beautiful syndrome as Wendy said, but like, I do think Giselle is used to people maybe just like taking everything she says for like the truth. And I feel she sort of plays with people. She loves causing drama. Yeah. Like Ashley in that way. I think that's why Ashley and yes. her relate. They like to yes. drop a bomb and then be like, you're mad at me? What did I do? That's not how we act, we're ladies. Yeah. You're like, and then what is going on? Ashley knows how to say the words, like, again, uh, and I keep using this as an example, whereas Giselle will lie, like how she said, oh, she called you a floozy commentator, which was a straight lie. Ashley knows how to say, oh, yeah, I heard Candace try to get close to Sharice without saying Sharice, without associating Sharice with a rumor. She just knows how to throw that out because yeah. she knows what people will think. So that's Ashley smarter about it than Giselle. I agree with you, but I do think Giselle is gonna, like, she's obviously taking a hit right now at the reunion. I think it's because I, I hate to say this because I don't like seeing people go down, but I do think Giselle yeah. needed a bit of this. And, a bit of humbling. Yeah, humbling. And I'm so excited. I feel like I could talk to you so much more about the reunion. Me too. But Which means now you're going to have to, even though you guys are going to, episode is going to come out in the next week, you yeah. and Ilana is going to have to come back on mine to talk about like the end of the reunion or okay. something we're gonna I have to recap that. it up yeah, yes i, I love your that. suit by the way i keep looking at it okay. the purple i you need to be you guys need this <gasps> that is so cute hey, i love the color all different colors look at the buttons oh my gosh yeah, i love that it has more than really like a, a cute little um a suit i tried to so my days are brighter <laughs> so, yes that is so pretty. Gosh, she has on a beautiful. Did you post that today? 
It's actually, if you go down, you'll see me um, wearing it in the Hamptons in like okay. a floral, like <laughs> flowers and like beautiful rings on. Today, I love that. Let's test town. I but love that. Can, can we play our game just before we let you yes, go? Yes, 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 we can. Oh, yes. We'll do Atlanta. You're going to give me hard people. I know it. I already know uh, it. Okay, so we'll do Marlo, um, okay. Latoya, and Drew. Okay. And it's call, text. Delete. And delete. I think I forgot to say that. So as you are listening, we are no. playing the game. Call, text, delete. I knew it. Okay. Fun problem. Okay. Okay. It's so funny because I'm going to say this now and we have to come back at the end of oh, Atlanta oh. and see if you, and see if my answers are the same. Who knows because how I feel about everyone. This makes me nervous, right? Okay. So <laughs> I'm just going to go based off of feeling and what I've saw. I love it. Go. I'm going to delete LaToya. It was Latoya, Marlo, and- And Drew. Drew. Okay, I'm gonna delete Toya. I'm gonna text Marlo and I'm gonna call Drew. I feel like I like your answers, but why? You're gonna call, okay. Um, because Toya, I didn't get, I've said, this is like the third time I've said this, but uh, this is no joke, this is how I feel. When she came on screen and started talking, she had an energy and that made my energy like shoot through my body. But I don't know if it was a, like, I, feel. I love her or like, ah. so that's why I, I can't get a read on her. And I don't, she feels like the type that's like, if I say the sky's blue, she's like, girl, no, I Googled it. And it's like an Azure. And it's like, no girl, that's blue. Azure is a different color blue but it's still blue I feel like she is that girl so she's that girl and it's like and you want to and you would almost find yourself girl, saying girl that's stupid yeah blue so yeah. I feel like she'd be that type she'd be exhausting to me and she and I feel like everything I'd say she'd be fact checking in her head she'd be wrong but she'd be fact checking in her head Drew gives me I could call her and tell her any problem and just her voice would make me feel better and when I saw her I feel like if I was sad and was meeting up with her without saying a word she would kind of make like a awe and then hold her arms out and hug me tight that's what I get with Drew yeah Marlo is probably a lot but I like Marlo so I just want to text her and be like hey girl can I borrow that bag that matches these shoes I have and she texts back yeah girl I'll leave it on the porch and I'm like all right then on my way over no, I actually, I really agree with your answers. I'm more of a texter, so I don't know what's more of the honor in this one. But I, I okay, good, like fair I'd, point. That's fair. But I do feel like I'd end up, I guess, texting Marlo so that I can, you know, find out what's happening in the fashion world. And Latoya, <laughs> I would. I think she dresses so far amazing. Yeah. Even though I agree with you, I don't know how I feel right now. She seems a little bit. Not slimy, but I don't know what her intention I is. I think that's a good word. Almost like, because slimy could be good. People like oysters, but they're slimy. True, so true. So I'm still figuring out her. So okay. I, I don't know if we're ready to exchange numbers yet. Maybe I'll DM her. <laughs> and then Drew, I agree with you. I would call, I would call Drew because she seems so loving. She's so sweet. I like that she's so close with her mother. My mother is my best friend. So I feel like we would get along in that way. Yeah, yeah. I talked to my, me and my mom are, are friend are like pretty much like that too. Yeah. So my my Alana and I fight over who's my mom's favorite, obviously, because 
I'm on the right now. She's <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, no, we're equal. Um, but like, you know, I, I really do like Drew. So far, she has to me been really lovely. And I feel like she's fitting in very nicely. Mm -hmm. And she clearly she is because even though Kenya didn't like her, like on that Watch What Happens Live game, yeah. and the question came up, who fits in better? She immediately said Drew, but then she was like, uh, Latoya too. So it's 50-50. That's the only answer that she picked Drew for. So Drew must be fitting in really good. I agree with you. And then before I let you go, will you please just tell everyone one more time where they can listen to your podcast, where they can stalk you, where they can see your amazing tweets <laughs> and your Instagram and everything else in this world. Okay, first, I want to thank you for having me on. I always have fun talking to you. And I always feel like I have to get my point out really fast because there's a chance that you may sway me. So I have to beat you to it because, because you have good thoughts too. So I'm like, bah! now what, Dina? And you're like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> so, but points because it really does make me, I'm like, okay. I, well, I do the same with you. You know, you, I, you and your sister, I do the same. I'm like, well, we're so honored. So, but, so thank you for having me. I enjoyed um, this. This was fun to talk about Potomac. I feel like I've been talking about it for a year and I could like continue to talk about every little thing, but um, you guys can find me on Instagram um, at WeGo Podcast, W-E-I-G-O Podcast, Twitter at T like Tom, S like Sam, F-A-I-S-O-N, and the podcast, What Else is Going On Podcast well, with Taria S. Faison. Um, anywhere podcasts can be found. If you go to the link in my bio on Instagram, if you click on it, if you have an Apple phone, it takes you directly to um, Apple Podcasts. And if you have an Android, it takes you directly to a platform where you can listen to the podcast there. And it's perfect to listen to on your way to work, on your way. Yeah. Oh, look, and I forgot I have a Patreon where my husband and I talk pop culture news and the housewives and my husband recaps the bachelorette he's like bet better at that than me oh, that that's um yeah, patreon slash wake up with we go w-e-i-g-o and i just signed up for this really cool thing called buy me a coffee so if you don't want to commit to a monthly patreon because you know patreon is monthly but if you want to support me somehow you can buy me a coffee and my link is do not know it by heart, so I'm finding it. <laughs> www.buymeacoffee.com slash WeGo, W-E-I-G-O. So you can buy me a $2 coffee, a $4 coffee, a $5 coffee, whatever. It's not an ongoing thing. It's just a one time. So if you guys want to buy me a coffee so I can like stay up and do these wonderful recaps with your fave podcasters, Dina and Ilana, you're more than welcome. Buy her at least 10000 <laughs> And I will share that with you. <laughs> we'll get it up to a million. Yes, I'll be like, me and my husband are going to have you style us. Thank you. We'll be seeing you in our Zoom meeting. Oh my God, it's so exciting. I can't wait. It'll be really soon. I can feel it. Okay, I, 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 I'm going to manifest that. I accept that. Do you hear her, Jesus? You hear what she's saying? I'm going to accept that. Listening, but yes. It in. I just want to thank you so much again. I'm sorry, Ilana couldn't make it, but I feel a little spoiled because I got you all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind again. I feel the same too that means you just have to have me back so I can talk to both I know. or if Ilana if Ilana wants me uh, by herself you know I think she's gonna be jealous I bet I really I can feel it 
You just have to make, please make sure you tell her we had the same thought about the Juan and Michael thing. Oh, I am. I can't Videotape her reaction. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. We are going to have you so many more times. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Stylishly Solomon. Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, Please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.